from downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Jess here to talk with us about Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, and Mario Kart on the iPhone is out, and there's a whole lot of demos that we've been playing. Wart swallowed the spider to catch KK Slider. Honk! <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 190. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Inversion Denial Johnson. I'm Jeremy Glitched Out Gardner Mikowski. And I'm Untitled Podcast Host. <laughs> and uh, this week we have a special guest. It's me, Jess, my kingdom for an axe, Kenyon. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah. And uh, yes, we're... We're here to bring you Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourself, and uh, we're going to start our show like we normally do and talk about games that we've been playing and such. Of course, there's been a big game that's released that's been released since our last episode, so of course we will save that for... We'll talk about some quick things and we'll jump into that in our first half here, but I guess I can start here on stuff I've been playing. So I just came from... Uh, I play games event and talked about it last week. Uh, we had a Tetris 99 competition tournament thing. It was funny because, uh, so, so we found out that in order to do like, we did like an eight player local Tetris 99 play and everyone has to have the paid DLC to play it, you know? So I made a joke to Kevin. I was like, uh, so we should do whoever wins. will give you the money that you had to pay to get the DLC to, to play in this tournament, basically. It would be like a buy-in, but, you know, you get the buy-in back if you win. But thankfully, most of the people already had it, so or they just bought it and didn't care. But that's what we ended up doing. Whoever won got the $10 for the DLC that you had to buy to play it to I'll be in the what, tournament. I'll tell you what, that's not even two drinks. Yeah, I mean... If you're already at a bar, you're just like, huh? Might as well buy it. I mean, seriously, like, Tetris 99 is an awesome game. Like, it's going to be... I mean, it's totally going to be in my top 10 best game of the year. Like, I, I love it. It's I have not gotten bored of it at all. And I don't, I, I don't think it's... I don't think that's expensive at all. Like $10 just to get like an offline mode and a multiplayer and all that. It's totally worth it. You know, I mean, I don't, I think it's, and, and plus you, if you're doing the daily challenges, you only get half of the challenges if you don't have the paid DLC. So if you have that, you can get all the, the marathon and, and CPU stuff and all that. It's It's a $10. Yeah. It's a $10 game with the best free demo ever. It's yeah, it's, it's totally worth it. And it's super cheap. And I'm just saying everybody should get it. And I was actually, actually helped out a lot of people at the meetup because a lot of people didn't know about the sensitivity setting. So I, I that's maybe that's why I lost. It's because I, I, I should have just not told them. I should have just <laughs> let them uh, automatic drop on their own. No, <laughs> I made sure I told Kevin about it because he was like playing it on the TV when I got there and he was saying that it was automatically dropping. And I'm like, Oh no, there's a sensitivity setting. And he didn't know like nobody, nobody there knew. I mean, I feel like, 
I feel like a lot of, like nowadays, like a lot of people who cover games, they only talk about games when they come out and they don't say anything else about like updates and stuff like that, which is really annoying. So like, like most people don't know that like Bloodstained runs a lot better now on Switch because there was a patch because nobody says anything about that. They'd rather just, they'd rather just yell about like that it wasn't up to snuff when it came out, you know, and I feel like that's... You have to roll with the headlines, you have to roll with what's new. Yeah, it's annoying, though. I mean, it's like... Keep up with the zeitgeist. That's why you should listen to us, because we actually talk about updates and stuff, and we'll tell you, like, how a game actually is, instead of just being like, oh, no, that sucks, because of blah, blah, blah. And we get all hung up on the past with video games. It's great. Well, yeah. And I and I'll talk about one game for a long time for the whole year. But <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, like Tetris 99. No, it it was a fun event. Like we did we did like kind of a pre like a pre-game thing. We were just kind of testing it out to see how well it worked. Like how far we had to be sitting away from each other for like the local online to work and all that. And I did get dropped a couple times at the very beginning, so we had to like figure out like our positioning and like move the tables. We ended up doing like we're all like sitting at one table like a circle. So we, and then we had no drops in that way, but, but we started it and I ended up getting, uh, I got in second place like three times in a row, like while we were playing. And then we did the official tournament and I got ninth and I was out in the first round. It was like, it sucked. Like I was so, <laughs> I was like so mad. I was like, fuck, I did so good earlier. And then like, boom, I'm out. And then, and then we did like a, we did like a second round after, you know, after we went through and everybody won and all that. And, and then I ended up getting like, 15th after that so i'm like fuck this so yeah all of my good stuff i did was at the beginning but how many people were playing uh we had uh we did seven at once we didn't have a full eight but we had seven so but yeah no we were doing the local there's a local mode where you basically you can play up to eight switches at once together with cpu opponents so it's not online it's just with bots as as the rest of the 99 so all of us were pretty much in the front for most of it. But yeah, that's how we played. Uh, there, kind of fun. There's also like a, you can do like a local multiplayer where there's both, where two of you on the, are on the screen versus CPUs, but we didn't do that. We did, we did the eight person. Everybody has their own switch, but, but yeah, no, that's what we've been playing. I also, I was playing Tetris 99 over the weekend because I had the Kirby event. So I got, I got the Kirby uh, theme on there. Kirby event. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know what that is. Uh well you know like every month they've been doing a special event where you play Tetris ninety nine if you score up oh, to hundred hundred points theme, you get a yeah. theme. This was this was Kirby it was based on Kirby. I no I didn't try the other thing I didn't go to uh, Kirby the game the Switch game to see if it like gave me anything for that the class, Super Clash whatever it's called mm-hmm. just because I I don't know I don't really care about that game. Yeah. So I, I know we were talking about that maybe that had had that on there but I didn't do that. Now uh, we can actually we can wait on the goose game too also since you guys have that as well so yeah. I'll skip that one. Um so the big thing that I said this is my nickname uh inversion denial because I basically had my my heart was broken my switch broke my heart on Tuesday because I've talked many on the many times on the show about how much I was excited to play Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast on Switch and how it was like $10 and I was happy at like how low the price was and all that. And uh, it came out, and I bought it. And to my to my disappointment, I found out that there was no inverted controls in it. So that sucks. You cannot invert your controls. So it made it completely unplayable for me. You could do that in the original, right? Oh yeah, no, you can. I played. 
Because I was going to stream it that night, and I ended up streaming it, streaming it on GameCube instead. It was Game- a PC game originally, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a GameCube. Yeah, it was a PC game, and it was ported so to Game. It was ported to GameCube in the early two thousands, I think. So it's like it's got to be like almost like eighteen years old now, I think. If not, maybe like seventeen or sixteen. But yeah, I have it for GameCube. I dug out my I dug out my copy on GameCube and just played it on that because I really wanted to play it. I mean it. Granted, it looks a lot better on the Switch version, obviously. You know, from what I could tell, like, it looks a lot smoother, like, 60 frames per second, blah, blah, blah. But there's no inverted controls, so I couldn't play it. And I got into a fight with some people on uh, the NBC group about it, of course, because there's, yeah, there's all sorts of assholes on there. And uh, apparently that's... You also a... took it to Twitter, but not as uh, combative. <laughs> I, t- I took it to... Oh, I was just trying to... Uh, you kind of went for the front gates, like, straight to the company on that one. Yeah, I tweeted, I tweeted at the company, which... Uh, and they did respond, not directly to me, but to the world, the saying that... Uh, Basically saying that they're going to planning on fixing it, but it, within the next few weeks, which is annoying. Like I was hoping they would try, they would do it in like a day or two. And I also, think it's like, something they overlooked and they feel yeah. down about it. Yeah, but it also Probably. like that doesn't. It just seems so weird to not have that in there. That just seems like a crazy oversight. Like it to was not an have, oversight. And it's weird it's because the down. game, the game has motion control in there. Yeah. Like I feel like less people do use motion control than they do inverted. I don't know. I mean, is it a flying game? No. I just, is it a first person? T- tell me about it. It's a first person shooter. Well, it's a first person slash third person shooter. So you're changing the way your neck moves in the game. Yeah, I play inverted on everything. I have. Right. I it's have all based since, on right. I have since the nineties. Sure. Yeah. No, well, I understand. Because you pull down and that pulls your head yeah. out. Yeah, it's like it's like working. Right. Uh, it's like it's working a tripod. Yeah. That you're changing. Yeah, I mean we. On the on the NVC post that I did, and actually Casey DeFridas even commented on it, which I thought was awesome because she plays yeah, inverted so as well. Because I know that from from listening to the podcast, but but yeah, no, for, I say the best way. Yeah, a bunch of people said different ways. Like, imagine you're moving a camera, like a tripod. Like, if you pull up, the camera goes down. If you pull down, the camera goes up. Or if how like, do you know that? <laughs> I've, I've used a, I've used a tripod. Or like, imagine like you have your head, your hand on some on the back of somebody's head. If you put your hand down, their head goes up. If your head goes up, you know, blah, blah. Right. That's what it, that's what I think of. That's the way I do it. But apparently it's a thing and, and people who do it the other way like to be really shitty about it. So that's what I learned about the internet that it's worse I think off that than there's I thought. A lot of people who like to do it like <laughs> jokingly and that's fine. But I saw some people in the comments, which I thought it was like taking a little bit too serious, like calling you, calling you stubborn. Oh um, no, that like, one guy was a piece not, of shit. It's yeah. not stubborn if you are talking about the way a game controls. And that's well, not your preference. You there know? was yeah, there was you one right not not to play the game based. Honestly, on just controls. like they did go after like the flight thing first. Is kind of what I saw. Yeah. like because it's yeah. like surely this is an a- an analog, but it is because you want your controls to switch like seamlessly between that first person view of flying or being on the ground. I don't know. That's kind of how I yeah. feel. Like I used to be, I used to switch the controls over to because I started playing these games back in the day when it was default to be inverted. It was, so, yeah. And now it's so I, I would actually go in and change it the other way, and I did that for a while. But then I don't know what game I played. I played something. It may have actually been Time Splitters too, that got me back into like, well, the inversion just makes more sense when you have the double D pad. It's just the way I naturally right. like would mo- like I played. A- a couple of games where you like you have the option of it and i just naturally would like that's the way that i would move the controller is you the would, inverted yeah. way yeah and so because that's the way i would move my head yeah 
you know, and so that was the way that I didn't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And so it made sense to invert the controls. Yeah. Um, and I'm then, right but there it's with just you. really I, annoying I always invert when it you or, can't. Most of the time it's automatic still even. That's why I really think they overlook I really it. just think all games should, I should be able to map the buttons in any way I want well, to. Well, yeah. And also, sure. like, and yeah, you should have the option. Like, whether, I mean, if you want. Better yet, every controller should have it built in. If if you want to be like super pushy about it, like like some of the commenters were, and just say like, oh no, you got to learn this way. It's like, well nope. then maybe you should take like motion control out because I don't play motion control. So should I force you not to have motion control? It's like no, you should have options. Every game should have options. That's that's really what it boils down to. Like you shouldn't care like whether people are using inverted or not. You should care that it's not in the game. And I feel like that yeah. was the fault of the developer because they didn't put it in there. And I feel and I don't. And this is really the first game that I've played since, I don't know, Mystical Ninja on Nintendo 64 that, like, didn't have the option to invert the controls, you know? I think maybe there's a team, like, here I am in my completely, like, uh, hypothetical world, but uh, what if, like, this team didn't have much time to make this conversion? Like, they didn't realize, like, how big of a response it would have. I don't know. There might be just, like, a human reason that that got overlooked. And they still have to like get a, a patch approved to add it in, but maybe it was already there, and they just somehow it just got overlooked in the the final like code. Just, yeah. yeah, it seems like if it was a part, it. if it was a part of the original game. Yeah, it does seem weird that they have the original game to sort of check against. Oh, did we do this? Did we do that? It's not like they're making a a new game, which I think would be more excusable if you well, yeah. neglected to put it in. But it was in the original game. It's not in this. So and I also think probably, like we were talking about, like probably, I don't know if maybe half, but maybe 40% of people, let's say, play with inverted controls. Somebody on their development team definitely does. Yeah, no, I right. found it weird that like where was the, or where was like, maybe they didn't have a focus group to test it or whatever since it's a port of an older game. But, but like I said, like I have it on GameCube and GameCube has more options on that from like you know 17 years ago or whatever than this version was does so it's like i don't know and i mentioned that like some there was there was on another nintendo group i'm on somebody said like said like i don't understand what's up with the controls can you not like change it and she was like i know this is an older game so maybe it's like this and i was like and i told her i was like well you know you can't invert the controls and on the subject of saying it's an older game actually the older port of it from like 16 years ago was better because it had multiplayer and it had an invert option and this doesn't you know so it's like the GameCube one was a bigger was a bigger package than this so it's like I don't know it's weird because it wasn't like something that wasn't there it was there you know yeah. when it when it was made and now it's not so that's why it's kind of like I don't and I just and I just bought the game not even thinking about it and then I brought it up to play it and then I like just couldn't find I was like oh why can't you invert stuff so then I got online and I found like a Resetera thread with a lot of people very, very angry about it that it wasn't on there. And I then I mentioned it on NBC. I mentioned it on Twitter. And yeah, a lot of people responded and said they weren't going to get it because they can't play it like that. So it's like right. you're kind of cutting out a big percentage of people. You're doing the people's work. Trent. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to warn people because I was really, I was really sad that I couldn't play it because I was really excited to play it. And I tried to play it with motion control. I tried to play it like non inverted, and I just. I just was really bad at it, and I just died a bunch, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm just going to play the GameCube version. So I did. I, I, I played the GameCube version for like three hours. I played through like the first four levels on GameCube just to get my Jedi Outcast fix. Never at any point forget that you actually bought the game. So Yeah, 
I mean, I I'll, I'll play it on Switch whenever they figure it out. I'm just I'm just bummed that I can't play it now, you know, because that's when it because it released on the twenty fourth and. Maybe you could explain it to people like whenever I play a game, if there if you can jump, I want B to be jump. Sure, yeah. Any other button that's jump is the wrong button for mm-hmm. jump. B is the jump button. Yeah. Well that's a that's also a whole nother conversation we gotta get into about Link. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to exactly. that. I like I like that. Well, kinda... might be a Breath of the Wild for it to be Y, but yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was weird. Yeah, no. Yeah, the Link's Awake, that's a y whole other thing, too. Y is still better than X. Y yeah. is still at least, like, in the right, yeah. the correct side of the we'll buttons. We'll make it Y, then. Um, yeah. But Y or B, I prefer B. And and whenever I play, like, uh, in the new Yoshi game, the controls were, like, not that. The uh, the initial controls. The default, yeah, the default the was default not. The default was not B jump, and you're like, what the fuck? But you yeah. could change it, because, of course... Mm. Yeah, that was really weird. That was really you weird, too. You should be able to. Yeah, that was really weird because it was like the default was not the, the what you expect the traditional like Super Nintendo. From Nintendo. Yoshi's Island. I learned yeah. that from Nintendo. Yeah, that's been on all the other, the, like the 3DS, like the DS, like all the, all the Yoshis before that have had that control, that control type. Scheme. And this one was like... Yeah, it was. We, when we played the demo of it, I was like, "This is so this weird." Is awful. That it's, we, it was almost yeah, unplayable. This is just like you said yeah. about inverting the controls. Like, I just can't play it this way. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not have finished that game if I couldn't have changed the buttons. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. It was. It was really strange that they, yeah, made the 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 way to play it, which we've known for years since the very first Yoshi's Island. Like, why would you make that a secondary? play style instead of the i don't i don't know anyway maybe they were trying to make it more approachable or something but no yeah maybe people who don't understand yeah Yeah. inverting controls maybe they might understand that yeah same thing no i completely forgot about that that they totally just because i switched it and then i was like okay i'm good you know because now i can play it the way it's supposed to be played but it was really weird that the default was not the way that you would play yoshi's island And and if for anyone who had played yoshi's island for years you just can't do and that's kind of where i'm coming from here it's like i've I played first-person shooters for years, since, like, the 90s, you know, since, like, Doom, and I guess there was no aiming on that. But, you know, like, since, like, Turok and Goldeneye and all of that, and I've always played Inverted. I, I don't think you had the option to not play Inverted on Turok, on Turok 1, you know, on 64, you know, like, mm-hmm. I knew you couldn't, like, you couldn't switch between, like, uh, whether you ran with the stick or aimed with the stick or whatever. Like, Turok kind of, I feel like Turok kind of, like, threw me into that Inverted, because they're like, this is the way you can play, because you could not change any of the buttons, so... But yeah, no, it's just it's just really annoying because I felt like that game was made for me. Like I'm the I'm I'm their like clientele here, you know, us older people who play games inverted still. So it's kind of weird that they cut us out on this uh, on this release. I don't know. I mean, if nothing else, think of it like um, you're thinking of yourself as the bullet, and you're gonna fly it like an airplane to the to the head. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, can I get? I was like, well, maybe. I didn't remember how long it took for you to get to the Jedi stuff because the aiming, I guess, isn't as as important there. But I think it like you have to get like halfway through the game before you even get a lightsaber because I played through the first four levels and it's all it's all first person shooters. I'm stuff. trying to remember what what was the game we played on the the whole network. There was this uh, Jedi game we would play that Nick really liked. It was probably it was, it was third person, but you like you could use your uh, your lightsaber as a projectile, and it was like almost like a boomerang. It would come back to you. I'm I'm guessing. Well, I'm thinking that maybe it's probably Jedi Knight One that we played because okay. because Jedi Outcast came out when I was in Columbia, or at least okay. at least the GameCube version did. Because I remember playing because I did play Jedi Knight One 
at the hole on the network. It was pretty fun. And my old roommate what is the hole network. It, it was. It was. It was, a, it was the name of our. Uh, it was our the dorm. dorm. It was the dorm that we were at. It was called the hole. That was our land because it was a disgusting place to live with a lot of bugs. And <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. The, I remember playing Jedi Knight One, and my roommate Daniel. He actually told me there was a secondary way that you could use your lightsaber to cut people's throat really quickly, and uh, that would be that would be how you would take somebody out. And I, and I actually was able to get a lot of kills through that. But it could have been Jedi Outcast. I actually played a lot of Jedi Academy online as well, which with doing my research about the inverted stuff, apparently Jedi Academy is coming to Switch as well next year with online multiplayer. So that's really cool. I'm excited about cool. playing that. And hopefully they've learned from their mistake here. And they'll have inverted from the from the. I front, think within you know? a few weeks it'll be like it never happened. You'll just be like, well, I, I was an early adopter and yeah. I was a vocal. Yeah, I just wanted I, of this inverted lifestyle, and yeah. here it is. I just wanted to warn people. That's all I was trying to do is just be like, hey, because uh, I saw a lot of people talking about it, being like, I want to get it, you know, and I'm like, hey, this is what's happening, and and the game looks really nice from what I saw. I feel like they cleaned it up a lot. Like I feel like it looks a lot smoother. Like playing like the GameCube one didn't like kind of had a little bit of screen tearing with the when when you're moving around it actually never really bothered me but you know I know IGN gave it a lower score when it came out originally wow yeah but uh but I mean I returning it's it's totally playable it's just like when you turn kind of it like you know the screen kind of tears a little bit where it's you know in the middle and doesn't bother me because it doesn't keep me from dying or doesn't keep me from killing people or whatever you know it's but just like think a, of a couple episodes ago where we were talking about a. SNES games that came other than the SNES online, like GameCube's coming like at a pretty steady clip. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of GameCube games, which obviously could also be like compared to like PS2, Xbox, whatever, like that era. But yeah, we it's did. Pretty I mean, cool that we're yeah. already getting that VC in a in a manner of speaking. Yeah, it's just not it's just not called Virtual Console, but I mean we're kind of in at the point where it's just like just put everything on Switch, yep. put all of it. <laughs> what was it? Uh, that last Axe of the Blood God episode where Cat Bailey was like, again, again, and again, and again, everything. <laughs> we'll play yeah. it all over and over and over again. And then Nadia was like, "That's kind of she where got we the are. Switch Lite, but like, it's just going to be your RPG machine like to, to save space on the main Switch because mm-hmm. there's so many RPGs. Yeah, so uh, Jedi Outcast, yeah, that's what's up about that. For if, In case anybody's curious and hasn't got it yet, uh, wait if you're an inverted person, you know. That's what I, that's what I want to tell everyone. Inverted person, see a doctor. Yeah. So if you're an inverted person, go. It's okay to be an inverted person. If you're upside down. Some of us are extroverts, some of us are inverted. It's really fine. Speaking of inverted people, this isn't really a segue, but uh, there's there were some demos that came out that I wanted to talk about. Ori in the Blind Forest has a demo right now. I don't know if either of you guys had a chance to play it, but it's incredibly oh. beautiful. It's I've a, only played it on the PS, or rather the Xbox One. It's it's a it's a Metroidvania, of course. I mean, I know that's kind of a cringe-worthy word, but actually playing the demo of it kind of reminded me a lot of the movie Grave of the Fireflies. If I know, really? I know uh, oh. Jess knows about yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that now from seeing the trailer. From like how, Miyazaki? yeah, Grave Grave of the Fireflies is probably one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. And I thought, and I wanted to, and like I bought it because I wanted to see it because I heard it was incredibly depressing. Trey had never but... seen it, but I had seen it, and I tried to warn you. <laughs> yeah, but I like depressing things, but I didn't know it was that. Yeah, depressing. he said, but I <laughs> and I kept saying like, no, this is the saddest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's incredibly sad. It's I really did moving. not. Reco- I don't think I'll ever watch it again. It's really sad. There's no real brightness to it at all. It's just like, you know, everything sucks. 
And that's kind of how like this demo felt to me where it's based. It kind of reminded me of it where it's like two really good friends, like who were basically, you know, they had great times together. And then all of a sudden, like they ran out of resources and there's no food left. And they basically both die in the, in the beginning of the demo. Uh, it's a, uh, Spoilers. I mean, it's in like, you know, the first hour or whatever. But, yeah, no, you, you both – one of the characters gives food to the other one and the other one finds food later but the other one is dead. And then the other one basically decides to not to not stay there. So they go out into the world and die trying to find a different place to live. It's very, very – it's real grim at the very beginning there. I was like almost like – I don't know. I, I was really sad from playing it but the game's absolutely gorgeous it's like looks really really good and it plays really really well and everybody well, the good should... news is there's a sequel so there is a sequel coming well and and actually and you do you know you do play the game like so your character dies but i think you're a spirit i don't know i didn't look into exactly where the story oh, was going game. but but no it's really cool it's a really cool pretty game and everybody should play the demo that's what i'm saying it's coming out this week on the 27th i think it's like Nineteen ninety nine is the total for it, but I feel as though I might buy something else around that time, but I can't think of what it is. I thought maybe you already bought it. Yeah, no, it's coming out among a bunch of other things, but I'm still interested in getting it. Maybe next week or something if I have extra money. I don't know, but it's totally worth playing. There's a NeoCab demo too, which uh, I remember we talked about that. That was on uh, that was on one of the indie directs, right? And they talked about the feel grid system. You remember that where you're on a yeah? It reminded me of that Valhalla game at the time, which eventually actually came out before this game. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a demo out right now, and I suggest that you play it. It's a free demo. It comes out next week, actually. It's coming out on the sixth, I think, and it's on sale as well. That one's 19.99, also, but I think it's on sale for 16 or something. But yeah, it's basically kind of a choose your own adventure. It actually reminds me a lot of that car game that I played, the one that I got free for a review, The Wheels of Aurelia. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that game, but in the future, it's like the same sort of thing where you're like, you know, where you're in your car and like different people get in there depending on who you, you're basically doing Uber in the future or Lyft in the future. And, uh, this, this character, she's, she's coming to this, uh, it's called Los Ojos. I think it's supposed to be kind of like LA or like a big metropolis city, something like that. And, uh, she, she's a cab driver. Apparently she used to work for a corporation where, uh, they basically fired all of their employees in order to hire robots to drive cabs. So she's a, uh, so she's a little angry about that. She's going to meet one of her best friends, who I guess they had a falling out, where uh, they haven't speaking for spoken for a while, but they're moving in together in this city where her best friend lives at. So she's basically going there, kind of on a whim. And uh, yeah, you work for this future Uber service. You can basically choose whoever you pick up. It's kind of like Crazy Taxi, but you don't actually get to drive. But you basically choose like what you're going to say to the passengers as they're in your car, and that's kind of what makes kind of changes the way the story goes. Mm. And it's it's really cool. Like I liked it a lot. I was actually really intrigued by the story. I feel like the writing was really good. But yeah, you you meet you meet your friend. Uh, you pick her up. She has to go somewhere. You drop her off at a work thing, and then uh, she like sends you an emergency text message later in the game, asking you to pick her up. And you go to try to find her, and you can't find her. And that's basically where the demo ends so it like it ends on a major cliffhanger but it makes me want to carry over to the main version it does yeah it it says that right after you finish the demo that everything carries over and it says that you experience the first day of the story so when you 
when you start again, you'll start at the beginning of day two is, is what it says. So it tells you all that right at the end of the demo. And it'll take you to the eShop, of course, to get it. And it comes out next week. But no, the graphics look really, really good. Everything is in 3D and all that. And the animation is good. Um, there's like, there was this one part where I could pick up a bunch of different, they give you a bunch of different options to pick up fares. Like, like I said, very much like if you're doing Uber or something like that. And uh, I ended up picking up this guy that had like, two and a half stars or whatever, and he didn't have a picture of himself. And I'm like, let's try this one and see how bad it is. And I ended up picking up this cult member of like this futuristic science fiction worm that he believed in that was going to like eat the world. And because he felt upset, like that gave the worm power and all that. And I got to have this conversation about him with him about this worm cult. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) So yeah, if you like weird, if you like weird stuff like that, I totally recommend it. Like it was, I really didn't know much about it aside from the feel grid thing, but I think it's cool, and I, rec- I recommend everybody should check out the demo. Like I said, it's free, and you get an idea of it, but it's very much story driven, choose your own adventure type stuff. But really cool. Like I think I've the never characters heard of this are. Game. It sounds cool. Do you know, you heard of it? We talked about it. Like yeah. I remember all of both of you guys being positive yeah, it was in about the about NeoCab. Yeah, uh, I thought okay. it looked pretty cool too. Yeah, there was just so much stuff around that time. I'm yeah. sure. You're just kind of like yeah. lost in all the stuff that was announced. Yeah, like I said, it's coming out next week, so it's kind of like going to fall by the wayside, among other things. But in the meantime, I think everybody should check out the demo because it's a lot of fun to play. And it's free. And it's free, yeah. And you'll get like a good 20 minutes out of it. Maybe more. I don't know. I was trying to just, I was trying to get through a bunch of demos today before, before the event. And uh, what else? Uh, so I played some more Horizon Chase Turbo. I found out. I was trying to find one of the songs for last week's episode, and I realized that I'm that there's a whole other level that I missed, and you have to go through and get all of the, uh, you have to get all of the all of the coins and get first on all the levels. So I went back into that to try to get all that, so I could get the extra level. You actually race inside of a volcano in the final race, so I wanted to do that. So I did that for a while. I guess we could talk about another racing game that's not anywhere as good as or not really good at all. As a Horizon Chase Turbo, have you, any of you guys got Mario Kart Tour yet? I did. I have. Ah, it's, did you played it? Yeah, I think I will give Mario um, Kart Tour one piece of credit. Yeah, it looks that, pre- it looks pretty. It finally, caused me to <laughs> clean off my phone and make room. Oh, I'm sure you was real disappointed once you got it. Well, well, I was, but now I have all this extra space. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had Jess on well, before. Especially if you delete it, they all have even more. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> a, f- a few episodes back, we had Jess on when she had played the uh, beta version of it that was only sent to Androids. And I remember you saying, uh, what did you say? I remember you saying you didn't like it. I uh, probably said it was crap. Yeah. And uh, I I mean, I agreed with you at the time, and but now I definitely agree with you now that I played it. Because, yeah. I'd, you I, allowed my comments at the time. You like they were allowed. You were like, okay, I'll allow it. Well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's free. I wanted to try it out myself, but I'm glad I didn't spend any money on it because, man, I just I don't understand where the fun is. I can't find fun in that game. It feels like you're watching a YouTube <laughs> video in vertical mode, and you sort of have influence over it. And then every now and then, yeah. you can spend money on it if you want. Yeah, right. And apparently, there's some really bad like microtransaction stuff, which I didn't run into that. But yeah. I played it for about 20 minutes, and I was like, well, it looks nice, but I'm like, you're, but not, you're not playing. You're not really playing. No, you're only nope. doing... You're only do you're only drifting. That's basically all you're doing is drifting right. and you can throw items at people, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much turns on its own. I was actually... At the event, uh, Jesse. This is a choose your own adventure Mario Kart. 
kind of, but not. It's not like Neo Cab Choose Your Own Adventure. Like I felt like I had a lot more control in that game than I had than I did in this uh, Mario Kart Tour game. But uh, the Jesse was at the event, and uh, his girlfriend she was uh, she was all excited about playing it because she like played a lot of phone stuff. And I was like, here, uh, I was like, showed her my copy. I was like, I was like, here, look, uh, you don't do anything. I'm like, here, I'm not pushing anything, and my character is just driving on their own and turning on their own. And I'm like, yeah. I just I don't get it. I don't understand what's what's fun about it. I don't understand why people would like it or would want to spend money on it. It's really and I like it's the gotcha element. I like the Mario. Yeah, exactly. I like the Doctor Mario world because there's actually a game in there. Like you are actually killing viruses and stuff. But I don't feel like I don't feel like it's I'm the doing, gotcha element. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. But I don't want to spend money. I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money so I could get Mario for Mario Kart. Yeah, I think you're supposed yeah. to play Dumb. it so that you can like <laughs> shoot stuff out of that pipe. Yeah, like, I mean that's kind of fun. You got a new car. <laughs> I thought that hey, part was fun. Did you guys fun. notice that Luigi is nowhere to be found in that game? Well, he was busy making Luigi's mansion. He couldn't be. He couldn't make an appearance. Well, yeah, much much better. Scheduling game. conflicts, yeah. you know. He's on the title screen, I think, but actually in the menu, he's not even in one of the grayed out options. Wow. Oh, really? That I didn't greatly upset me. I didn't look for him. I I, w- I played it enough. I unlocked three characters. I got Toadette. I got Dry Bones, and I got Bowser. You both played more than me. That's my characters, but I didn't play that much. I played like maybe five races, and I was kind of—I was playing it. I was trying I opened to open like, up the second tier of races and gave up. I was trying to work through—I was trying to work through my playlist for the Tetris event. So I was like, I'm just going to play through some stuff and listen to it and try to like make sure everything like fits in the right spot and all that. And I was playing Mario Kart for a little bit, and I'm like, I'm going to go get my Switch and play like play some demos. Anything like I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Well, I tried to play a lot of it to be on your show and talk yeah. about it, you know, thoughtfully, not just play one or two levels. So I played more of it than I wanted to ever. Yeah. And uh, I think I unlocked Peach and Toad. Do you get Toad to start with? Uh, No. Oh. I think I think you get a random one. It's a gotcha. Yeah, sure. it's a gotcha for the first. Yeah, because Toadette was my first, was the one that I got. But once I Same. realized that there is no, like, game to the game. Yeah. It, I don't know. And it was, and I remember you talking about like it was online, but it wasn't online, and that's kind of I felt the same way. Where I'm like asynchronous. I'm with a yeah. whole bunch of people, but I'm not. But am I racing them? Well, yeah, and I came in first every time, and yeah, I'm like, me too. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm a pretty good Mario Kart player, but I'm not playing Mario Kart, so no, yeah. I don't know how I could come in first every time. But also, like, my phone would disconnect and reconnect, and then I'd still get in first. And I was like, there's no possible way that I'm actually playing any of these people. Yeah. I I don't like to to really say, like, straight up that something's trash, but I think this game is trash. (laughs) I really don't. I don't understand why anybody would want to play it. And it's going to be one that's... I mean, my, my phone automatically deletes stuff just because that's what iPhones do now. So right. it's just going to automatically delete it. And I'm oh, not, yeah, not going to care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> well, well, that was way before. But yeah, I'm so mad about that. We're all mad about that. But no, I mean, it's just, yeah, I just, I feel like everything before this is better. Like I said, I played Dr. Mario World for a good amount and had fun with it, but <laughs> I can't find fun from this game. I'm sorry. Can't. I mean, even in an endless runner, you get to jump like this. Is... Yeah, I mean, this is like uh, okay. It's like a mini drift mini game, but I don't really yeah, feel. Like I stand I'm by doing the fact anything. it's a YouTube video that you sort of have influence. Yeah, yeah, and I hate that YouTube videos. Right. So I mean, that's I, I don't dislike it quite it. as much as as you guys. I think it's 
I mean, it's okay. Really, I think the the best thing about it is that it serves as a reminder on your phone that Mario Kart exists. Like, you look down, oh yeah, Mario Kart, and then you can like go home and play Mario Kart 8. I mean, yeah. it's visually but, um, the best approximation. It looks good. Still it looks visually, good. The graphics are the great, yeah. Yeah, there was like a spooky right. level if anybody that I thought looked by, really... Like, I guess oh, it was a Luigi's Mansion level. And it is cool to see yeah. on your phone. There's like, some new levels, too. Today I was playing the... Um, the GCN Dinosaur Park level. Like, yeah, oh, I played cool, that too. Yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Um, so that sort of novelty but not as fun. factor. I mean, it looks it. fucking great. And my phone's from like 2016, so. Yeah. yeah. It's it, not that old, yeah. but I mean, in the, the area of phones, it, it is. It looks yeah. really, really good. But I made I made a joke at the Tetris 99 event, and I was like, people were like, you know, because there's all these like microtransactions, and they're like, well, why can't you just throw down some money and they'll just give you everything? And I'm like, yeah, why can't I just give them $60 and they'll give me Mario Kart 9? <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. I said, and I got a good laugh for that, because that's really all that I want, is can I just, can you guys just make Mario Kart 9? Come on, it's Mario, been Kart, long enough. Mario Kart 8 is fucking old. We, we need a new Mario Kart. Yeah. I'd rather have that than tour. I enjoy the drifting aspect of it, but I, I just, like, where's the gas? Like, I don't, know if, I don't think I've ever played a racing game with no gas button. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, I, actually, there was a... I played a Sonic, the Sonic and Sega All-Stars game, the first one, on my phone, and there was no gas on that, and it was just steering, but that was fun, because mm-hmm. I could actually, like, hit a virtual button to drift, and it used, like, a gyroscopic steering, but, I mean, I could run into walls. Like, you can't run into walls in this game. Like, you just... You can, but you have to try really hard. Can you? I, 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 I did it, it yeah. but I had to, like... <laughs> You gotta try like, drift to get into it. It yeah. definitely helps you back onto the course when you do into the wall. Yeah, it definitely. It's very well because I got like, bored and I was like, okay, how yeah. how can I fuck this up? You're like, can I actually lose? I've, the part I've, that turns yeah. me off still the came most in first. is all the gotcha mechanics and especially the the layout of those screens where you have just a thousand things on the screen. Look at this. Look at this. Buy this. Buy this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it it's so foreign, especially to a Nintendo game to me. Isn't there like it's it, just like isn't isn't there a uh, monthly isn't there a monthly subscription too? That's what I heard. Yeah. Like the, okay, yeah, so like a five dollars a month, about. whatever. Um, yeah, there's Why? a monthly subscription, and the 200 cc mode is locked behind the subscription. Oh, so if geez. you want the fastest mode, you got to pay I w- up. I would not want to play 200 cc in that game. <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough with a controller, but like with the with the controls not not even being there, like it already kind of bothers me that I can't really control myself in the game. That it's like I know two hundred would be so much worse. And the subscription is four ninety nine a month to a not actually play dollars. online with other people. Yeah, it's terrible. That's, that's the a same, lot of money. The same price as the Apple Arcade. That's like way that's more. Right someone pointed out that is that's way more than even like Nintendo Switch online. online. Yeah. yeah, a whole year would be way more. Well, yeah, that's sixty bucks a year. That's the price. Right. Of That's the whole game. game. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And this is not a sixty dollars game. It's nope. not a six dollars game. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I haven't spent any money on it, and I won't. I mean, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I've, we've said it many times, but no, I hate playing games on my phone anyway. Like if I when I get home and I have time to play games, I just put my phone upside down away from me, unless I'm streaming. But I just don't want to look at it. I'm like, I, don't, I think the I don't Switch completely like, got rid of my desire for better phones. Like. And I never really thought about it until today when I started playing the Mario Kart game. But I was like, you know, there was a time when a new mobile game came out. And I was like, I just want to make sure my phone can handle it so I can at least be part of the the zeitgeist, as I say. Yeah. As many people say, it's not just me. But uh, um, but in this case, I was like, 
you know what? I'm kind of happy. Like that's not a thing for me anymore because it just kills your phone battery. And like, if I want to play games on the go, I'll just have my switch with me. Yeah. Well, the only, yeah. I mean, the only time I would play Dr. Mario world is if I'm in like a situation where I have to wait on something and, and I don't really have much to do and I don't want to look at Facebook or whatever other bullshit, you know, I'd rather just, which could be something fun. Social networks could be like called a mini game of their own. So yeah, Totally. I am guilty of that stuff where I could be playing a mobile game, I guess, to trade my battery. Yeah. I, I try to I try to get myself to read comics because I have because I have the Marvel Unlimited subscription and I have a lot of like uh digital comics on my phone and I just try to get myself to read those. It's usually during tech better. when I'll play a mobile game, like when I'm at work for fourteen hours a day for six days in a row and a lot of it is just waiting around, then I'll pull out my phone game i have one phone game called best fiends mm-hmm. um that i've been playing for like four years on obviously on and off um but since trey got me a switch for our for my wedding present um i did not play my mobile phone game at all yeah you've been yeah playing. you just bring your switch with you <laughs> yep yeah. you can save your phone battery and use your switch battery well, yeah. fuck my phone like i don't i don't want to play a game i want to play a real game yeah mm-hmm. But in the meantime, your phone battery is saved. That's the yeah. big thing for me. There, there was. Yeah, there I guess were, I don't really need my phone that much, so I don't really need its battery that much. I probably don't either, but yeah, I just—it's a lifeline in case I need to answer a question from Wikipedia or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. In case you need, in case you get lost and you need to call somebody, or you're lost and you need to call somebody, one or the other. Well, uh, so I got I got one thing. I bought a thing this week. Well, well I bought. I mean, I bought a couple things, but. I bought I bought a physical thing. I bought Snake, the Snake Amiibo, which Jess and I we found him at Target. Snake. And uh, I, I actually texted Jesse about it when I found it, but I was I wasn't able to get it to him later because of the because uh, there's like no signal in, in Target. But um, yeah, they went him and his girlfriend went looking, and she found all of the new ones at the Target in Skokie. Found uh, she got them all. Found Link's Awakening and uh, Link's Awakening Link and. Uh, Bulbasaur and what's the other one? Squirtle. Squirtle. So I haven't Man. seen I haven't seen any of those yet. And actually, I was out of town for the week, and I went to I went to Walmart like mid, at midnight on the twentieth, and Walmart gave me no help whatsoever. I was like, "Hey, do you guys got any new amiibo?" And the guy was like, "I don't know. I just work late night here." It's <laughs> like basically basically what he said to me. So they were no help. But no, I have Snake, and I, I want to open Snake on the show because that's what we do here. And that'll be the end of my stuff until we get to those other games that we've all played. But yeah, Snake, 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 get out of your box. I was very happy to You're find not in him. Stealth mode anymore. I'm happy we found him because he's great. This is sort of thematically appropriate with another game that we have on the show today. We found him actually because we were looking at Joy Cons. Joy Con. There he is. There's Mr. Snake. I love the trailing bandana. It looks good. I don't know if you can tell, but he has his finger on his ear, so he's listening to his uh, codec. His calm. Yeah, yeah where you know the did it did it. He's like getting getting the call from whoever. So I like I like that. Attention his feet are also frozen to the ground. Yeah, he's got ice. He's got ice blocks on his feet. But yeah, he's very much. He's very. Are they urine colored? No. He's very much in sneaking Bonus. mode. Yeah, but yeah, I found snake. Another another amiibo to the collection, but I love it snake. Keeps going. At one point, at one point when I thought that I could afford tattoos, I wanted to get a tattoo of 
Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 3 on my arm. So You still could. I've had many. After we don't have to pay for this stuff. wedding anymore. Tattoos are still way too expensive. I just I don't think I'm ever especially in one. Tokyo. They're too expensive. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever yeah. get one just because I there's better things I could get. Nothing against people who have tattoos. I just saying that I could get other things. Uh, um, I know you you do. I do yeah yeah. I could just yeah I can't afford it. But yeah, snake. We have snake. But yeah, that's Yay. what I've had aside from the other stuff. Well, uh, I've mostly been playing what we're gonna talk about what we've kind of already talked about i did play tetris 99 i'm kind of proud that i actually was able to stick to it long enough to win a theme so thank, i won thank the god theme. man yeah thank you for playing it i've been trying that's to my work. first time like winning a theme ever which so which theme did you get the kirby one. Oh, oh you mean on the event yeah I, yeah i thought you bought i thought you won one of the themes from the update because there are other themes that you can get as well. I don't know if you. No, know, I've I've still not paid for the content. Oh, you actually well, the, you uh, don't need you don't need to pay for the DLC to get the new themes. You just have to do. You basically have to do the daily challenge every day until you have enough points to buy the theme. All right, goddamn it! Jeez. So, so there's I was like trying to say I won something. <laughs> I was happy about it. Oh well, I'm just but yeah. Saying, I won. I got the uh, Kirby theme, and I'm happy because I finally like buckled down and played Tetris 99 again. And you know what? I actually did pretty well at first. I, uh, I think I got four or five KOs my first round. Nice coming back. So I was just like, damn, I'm still good at this, but it was just luck. Like, it didn't go that way again after that. Like I just got lucky that first round, but mm. yeah, I won my, uh, Kirby theme by playing probably, I'd say at least 20 matches. I mean, it takes a little while to do it right. Yeah, it all de- I mean, it depends on how how high you get on it, and I think they're minimal. You know, they're two minutes apiece, and it takes a little while to connect. So, I probably played it for between one and one and a half hours. But I got my theme, and nice. I feel more legit about my Tetris ninety nine game because I played it with the pro controller and I went went okay. Yeah, so you so you were able to change the sensitivity then, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And isn't it work great once you turn it off? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any any unwanted drops at all. Nope. Yeah, it went great, and uh, like I said, I got, I did, I placed in the top ten my first playthrough. So nice. I was like, Dang it. Yeah, I think I got like nine, but still. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't gotten in the top ten in a long time, aside from the CPU stuff. But uh, if next time you boot up Tetris ninety nine, if you click on the right stick, if you click it in, it'll show you what the daily, what the daily challenges are. And you can look at, I think they're always, it'll be like, get like five KOs and one like Tetris 99 match and stuff like that. And, and that's how you get points. And if you go to customize, that's where you can see where all the other themes are that you can get. There's a, there's three new Nintendo ones. I've unlocked all of them now. I just got the Donkey Kong one. So I have Donkey Kong, Mario, and Zelda. And then there's a bunch of other ones that aren't Nintendo themed. But they're actually really cool because I made a... Made a whole Tetris playlist with the music for all of the themes on there, just because I'm kind of obsessed with Tetris 99. And uh, there's like a haunted house theme. There's like a toy block theme. There's a there's like an adventure theme that's like RPG, like a view like on the ocean and stuff. And it's cool. There's a lot of cool different stuff on there to to do. So if you keep doing the daily challenge, there's a lot of shit to unlock. So nice. It's cool. It's a, for anybody like me who's like likes playing to get the themes. There's more themes you can get, like that aren't just an event. So. I don't know. Maybe I've been. Uh, maybe I've had that fire lit up under my ass because 
I've got my first theme. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, otherwise, uh, I'll just say what I've been playing and then a thing that I'm getting shipped to me. So I actually started playing Tony Hawk 3 on my GameCube. Nice. And I was saying it a couple weeks ago when we recorded our Tony Hawk episode. That that didn't work. Right. That didn't work, but for some reason I, I booted it up and it worked right away. I'm not questioning it. But uh, I played a few levels into it. You know, I'm still like, I think I'm still on the Canada level, so I guess I'm two levels into it. But um, I've gotten to the point where I can kind of fly through the uh, the factory at the beginning. Yeah. So I that's kind of my like tell for how familiar I'm with um, Tony Hawk is how quick you can get through the first level. Can you do it in one round? Can you get all the goals in one round? Haven't got to that point in the factory, but I'm close to it. Um, so it's great to be able to play that again. And, you know, the GameCube controller is a treat. Mm. I've been um, really thinking about that ever since we did that episode. Like, man, I just really want to play a great skate game again. Like, I mean, like looking up on, I'm looking up videos on YouTube and stuff. Like, ah, I want to play a, a cool, like, Tony Hawk game on Switch. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I hope we get one eventually on the Switch. It would be great yeah. to get the, uh, you know, whatever they got on the uh, the PS3 or what was it, the PS4 or the PS3 and the Xbox 360 Skate, <laughs> the HD. Yeah, the HD. Like, give us. Oh yeah. Pardon me. Give us that at mm. least to start with. But yeah, that one doesn't. I, I would love like three, yeah. three, four, and five. I'm mostly into three and four, but I would play five. I, that was I, underground, right? Yeah. Oh, I I wonder. I wonder about that because, yeah, 5 was underground, which I like underground. But I wonder about that because Neversoft doesn't exist anymore. Like, who holds the rights to that, plus all of the music? I don't know. It, it seems like Didn't it might be a headache. Didn't we say that Tony Hawk is not signed with Activision any, anymore? Yeah. And and Neversoft is done, right? Like, so I'm like, who who would be able to port it? Like, I, I don't know. And also, like, yeah, with all the licensed music, that's always a big thing. Which they were able to put a lot of it in the in like the HD collection, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it seems like a no brainer. Like people would obviously buy it because the switch is doing so well and people are buying so many games for it. That's like, but yeah, I think, I think a lot of it's a copyright thing where like maybe the people who own different things, like can't like, you couldn't put everything together to like have them even release like the new, like the first one again or anything like that. That's what I'm thinking on that. But I still love it. You know, I thought I lost Tony Hawk three forever, but I don't know if I'm just so daft that I've been putting the wrong disc in, thinking it was two separate discs. Because that's the only way I can explain the fact that one of my two discs just seems to be working all the time now. Mm. Where I thought neither of them worked, but I'm not gonna question it. I'm just gonna keep playing it as far as I can. Yeah. While it while it works. But uh otherwise, uh Super Mario World, been playing that. Um just trying to progress in that game. I'm I'm too uh, just about to go on the Chaco Island. So, did you play all the Star Wars yet? Progress to the end. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played through all the bonus, like all the bonus levels, but I've gone all through all the Star Worlds. I've actually beaten the game already through the Star Worlds. Just to like, did you beat Tubular? The hardest level. Have you beat Tubular? <laughs> I did beat Tubular. Yes, I actually beat Tubular <laughs> while. Uh, Sorry. While uh, that's the second one, right? It's the second one in the special world. You know, yeah, it, yeah. I, I it's actually the hardest, played it's the hardest part, fucking one. My partner watched yeah. me beat it, so I have like physical proof. We'll, we'll talk about it at the wedding, but she watched me beat that. I kept being like, fuck this game. I'm not going to play it anymore. And she's like, no, you can beat it. Like, It took me like 
probably like fifteen tries, but I beat it. I watch. I watch you beat it, right? Or I watch you play part of it. You watched me. You watched me almost beat it. I played it about three times, and Trey watched me die, and then the he left makes, the it, it room, really and I beat it. Run. And I was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, it I was, was really pissed off because I want. I wanted you to see me do it because I'm proud. I'm on the. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm on the fourth one, either the fourth or the fifth one, because I let you save every two. So yeah. I think I just, just once you beat Tubular, honestly, that's see. the hardest level in the whole fucking game. So oh, I agree. Anything else I can get through. It's no problem. It's like there's nowhere to land on it. You just have to. What, I, what I'm amazed at is as a kid, I came up with this stupid plan, which was like, get a Yoshi, you know, like jump off Yoshi at a certain point, eat a balloon and make it to the end. And it was this crazy fucking scheme that I came up with that worked for me. And then when I just started playing it again, when it came out on the Nintendo online and I was like, let me just see if there's a better way to beat it. And the way that I came up with on my own as a child was the way that everybody was like, this is the best way to beat it. And that made me feel like such a fucking badass. Prodigy. It's fucking hard. I'll yeah. try it that way. Oh I, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll I'll when you're here for the wedding, I'll show you the way that I do it. Um, and or uh, do a capture of it on the video. Yeah, I wanted to. You were talking about trying to do a speed run or something. I was saying like you should try. Streaming I'd love to it do a spe- I'd love to do like an every le- not like a speed run, but I'd love to do like a full game complete. Yeah, yeah. What the play? Or like a long a long play, I guess is what you call that. Because yeah. you probably don't know all the shortcuts. That's kind of what I try to Me? do for a lot of those. I know all the shortcuts. No, I mean like I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see it. What I mean by the shortcuts, I mean like the glitches and stuff that like super speed runners do. Right. I no, I, do, I probably don't know that, but I yeah. know where every secret in the yeah. entire. There's n- nothing that I don't know about that game. Yeah. No, I, I was talking about the people who like try to glitch through walls and beat it in like two minutes, like that type of thing. You know, because back in the day, yeah. we were we were the family that like we had one game. And you played that game until it was your birthday the next year, and then maybe you got another game. But if your brother had gotten a game that year, you probably didn't get a game. Yeah. So, like, I played Super Mario World too much. Yeah. I kind of miss those days a little bit, but I don't want to have, like, only one game. Did you ever have a Game Genie? No, we never had a Game Genie. We got a Game Genie that breathed new life in a Super Mario World. Like, it made us play it, like... Nope. I probably played that for four years easily as a kid. Like played that shit, discovering new stuff about it with the Game Genie uh. on its own. I just found all that shit. I had I had the Game Genie. Well, you, you, you found ways to like glitch it out. Yeah, I, I had the NES Game Genie, but not the Super Nintendo one. I just yeah. played it so long that I just got really fucking good at it. So usually by like the second level set, I have you know. 40, 50 lives, I'm not going to run out of lives for the rest of the game. I'm going to be fine, and I'm just one of those completionists. I am the game genie. I memorized the codes for uh, Link to the Past, and I'm not proud of it, but that's how I learned how to beat that game, was through the game genie. Oh, okay. Yeah, that game's kind of tough. But now I can beat it like really well. Sure. But uh, yeah, so Super Mario World, I'm kind of there with you, Jess, where like that game just as a kid, especially it just had untapped potential over and over again. Like I just played it for years. I still think like we were at a we we went to some convention train and it was like a little game convention here in Chicago. And like there were arcades, there were 
there was pinball and then just like somebody at their table had super mario world and i was like i'll be right here oh yeah like, was, i was... will just pick up that fucking game and i played from the beginning all the way into forest of illusion in about half an hour was it was it it mi- was when we met billy mitchell okay i was like was it mgc or was it that arcade it was right thing? after i had my knee surgery oh yeah where yeah we met billy mitchell and that Jaden dude so sold me the fucked up pokemon yeah but then he but then he grew fun and so it, i was so. like i'll just be right here trey you can go play all the other games because yeah. i'm just gonna play <laughs> super mario world on this fucking 13 inch tiny ass tv until you want to do something else yeah i remember they had that tiny yeah it was on a it was like a it was like the only well there are like a couple people doing used games and it but it was one that was like a yeah, it was it was like a they had it to like attract people to yeah. their booth and i was like yeah. Yeah, i'm just gonna sit here and play this yeah i, I bought yokai watch from them for a 3ds for real cheap yeah <laughs> but like infinitely playable to me like any any literally anybody's like do you want to play super mario world yes the answer will always be yes uh-huh. You should get it on Game Boy Advance. I think she has That's it. the first time that I beat it, actually. It was on Game Boy Advance. No, she she played it, because I got... Yeah, I either gave you my copy of it, or I bought you a copy of it when you had a Game Boy Advance. I definitely played it. Yeah, after I bought you the Game Boy Advance, I yeah. played it. I think you played my well, copy. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, just keeping it solid segue-wise, um, my SNES controller is shipped. Hey. That I ordered. Hey. Uh, supposedly, these things are already selling for a premium on eBay because it sold out. I think it's one of those like you know artificial scarcity things that Nintendo does so well. Right. right. I don't trust it. I don't trust that I have something rare. I really yeah, I should. That... I should probably sell it if I were smart. No, but I want. But the, I really but the want it. Controllers. But you Didn't, want the, it. They they ran out of those. But, too, you, right? but you want to use the controllers. I mean, people uh, waited in line for. I don't two know years do. to get a Wii, and you know, I mean, like it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Get the thing you want. You get it. Well, needless to say, what if I sold it for eighty bucks, and then in a year you can and then buy bought it again one? later yeah. on because I already have one that I like. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, it got shipped. I'm just not. I'm not trying to think like a flipper. I'm not trying to think like a flipper. <laughs> yeah. I don't. never. I've never flipped something in my life. You're, so you're, you're flipping knows. out, I've never man. Done that. <laughs> You're flipping out, you flipper. I've mother, talked mother, about it like flipper. it was going to happen, but I've literally never done it, even with the SNES Classic and the NES Classic, when I like got more than one of them. I never once like made mon- like made a profit off of them. So, just like, anyway, mentioning that, my SNES controller is on the way, and um, I've looked online, especially on Reddit. Reddit's a great place to look if you want to see people talking shit about anything, and uh, especially, you know, bad stuff about stuff. And uh, someone brought up that you can't use it with uh, Link's Awakening. You can't. Which which I'm not going to talk a lot about it right now because we'll get to it yeah. but, but you, eventually. Yeah. But I've used my 8-bit Doe controller all the way through it. Well, you had to uh, hack it, though, right? Because the, the good digital pad doesn't work on on the controller for the game. But does your 8-bit Doe controller have the two joysticks at the bottom? Nope. Oh, it's ju- it just worked like a charm. Like I didn't I didn't have to do anything special oh, shit. with any Look at settings. That. It just works. Oh, weird. So I can't do any like. Uh, no, there's literally nothing I. No, can't there's do. nothing you can't do. Actually. There's no reason that you have to use the yeah. joystick. Because I have. Yep. I mean, I'm playing so far. Yeah. I mean, I'm only in the so fourth dungeon. This is this is but... like the way I played. Yeah, but you we're, can't. We're gonna get into it, but this is how I played the entire game so far. Mm. Well, that sounds with awesome. This guy right here. I don't know how you. I don't know how you did it because. 
and maybe there's something I missed in the options, but the but they but the digital pad doesn't, so do, here's doesn't my do anything. Theory. Yeah, here's my theory: is that the digital pad on this, since the uh, switch recognizes this as a pro controller, mm-hmm. is that this corresponds to the actual like uh, it thinks it's a joystick. The analog, uh huh. Okay. So okay. I think that's why. That's my Weird. theory. I don't have anything to prove that theory, but other than the fact you that the right. official SNES controller does not work with Link's Awakening, according to what I've read online. Yeah. Well, I mean. If from what I've played, the, yeah, the digital pad doesn't do anything. It does nothing. Like, but I'm saying this: it, the yeah. actual official SNES controller yeah. from because it's too Nintendo smart. Yeah, does not work with Link's Awakening. So yeah, no, I, identical I would, I would guess controller it to this, except that it's going to have like two extra buttons on it. So like, Apeto was really smart in having the system recognize that as the pro controller yeah. in this instance. So, but my yeah, my controller is recognized as the pro controller, and it doesn't work though. Maybe because it has an analog. Well, whatever. I'm just going to say, God yeah. damn, I love this controller. Once again, I keep talking. Well, we have, though. I mean, we don't have that, but we, I mean, we have those 8 Yeah, we have one. Controllers. Yeah. We try it. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I've got a, I saved a link in case you guys want it. If you want to post it in the uh the uh, description of this episode, like I've got the link to the official controller. It's 20 bucks. Mm. You're going to pay close to what you would pay for the official one. But if you want to play Link's Awakening the way that feels right, you don't want the control stick. You want this. Mm. I will say that. Well, I mean, I, I've just, I love it so much more. Like occasionally, I'll, occasionally I'll swap because I want to do screenshots and stuff because, you know, that's nice to be able to do that mm-hmm. with, the new generation of consoles we live in. But once I play it for a little while with the, uh, the analog stick, I'm like, uh, I want my, yeah, I'm going to go back to the SNES controller. I did take a purposeful screenshot of this game. Yeah. Yeah. Not an accidental one. Yep. (laughs) Did you take a video though? Maybe accidentally, but I did (laughs) purposefully take a screenshot. Is that all? Is that all? Yeah, that's everything as far as, uh, my unique experience for the week. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about those yeah. other games that we all played. Cool. What's up, Nintendo Maniacs? Are you a big fan of Nintendo Main? Would you like to hear more episodes? Well, hey, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and pledge $1 a month, that's $12 a year, even less 
than the Nintendo's own online service. You can hear extra shows from us. You can hear our live shows. You can hear our expansion pack episodes, which we do once a month. And right now you can hear our Tony Hawk episode with four previous ones before that, from Game Boy to games that are popular that we don't like and other things like that. We'll do one a month behind a paywall that only patrons can get. So get in there and listen to our expansion pack episodes. You can also hear our sister show, Drug Monday and Nintendo Main on one feed without commercials and at a higher bit rate. Check it out right now. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Continue our exploration of games. Untitled Goose sure. Game. You have to sell me on it. Yeah, let's talk about Untitled Goose Game. So all three of us have it. Yeah. Uh, I think, John, yeah. you've played through it, right? You made it to the end? I beat it. I've gone all the way to the end, yes. You beat you it, made it. I have not beat it, no. I made it I made it to the third section mm-hmm. where I just got through the part with the, there's a lady that's selling the stuff in the street. And you have oh, to get it. the kid to like put on different glasses and get him to buy oh, wow. his plane and all that. Yeah, you're way back there. Yeah, no, I, I really didn't play it that much, but I really loved what I played of it. I've been yeah. I've been traveling. So this, like, this is not a week, spoiler. So, cast, yeah, then. I mean, do, do you do you find out that he's not a goose at the end? Is that is there something like, or does he die? No, don't tell me he dies Uh-oh. or they die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, I the <laughs> the end is the end is revealed very early on. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean it's. It. It's fucking it. yeah. like I mean I yeah I didn't I probably played it for like an hour and uh, I had a smile on my face the whole time like I think it's incredibly yes. charming and, and that smile stays the entire game. I think it's really the funny entire game and short th- but sweet and definitely yeah. is going to be in my top ten just a great experience yeah um, no I think the character I, I think the I characters guys, are really funny too the the non goose people that you get to torment is they're all very funny like the way they. Yeah, the way they chase you around, and or like, I don't know, like when the when Entitled Goose Game came out, like I was having a lot of fun with all the gifts on Twitter about it. Like I saw a lot of people, like of course, recorded themselves, you know, playing it through the Switch and put them up there. And there was one, I don't know who, what character it was, and I was trying to do it, but this person was just running around this character, just honking over and over and over again, and the character was like on its knees, like on the street with with its hands over its head. Yeah. And it said like "I am your God" or something like that, like on the bottom. And it was was just this goose just tormenting this person, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. It said something like "There is like nothing can save you. I am your God" or something like that. And I was like, "Wow, that's that's awesome." And this is before I had actually played the game. I just I managed to stumble on it on Twitter, and I was like, "Yeah, I think every video I've found on Twitter has made me laugh in its own way of, of 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 the goose game stuff." The goose is essentially God in the game. You're the most intelligent creature in the game because you are 
the creature. You're not the goose. You are the person guiding the goose. I think that's sort of like the impression that I get of the game. Like maybe it wants you to think you're the goose, but something about the like tank controls make me think like. Oh, I'm so shitty at tank controls. It's got a bit of a tank control sort it, of thing. It didn't feel that tanky to me, but it's yeah. Well, it's I mean it's isometric, I guess more. Yeah. Yep. It can be kind of weird, but I didn't. I don't know. I felt like it just felt natural. Like I mean, when I played it, does, it I was once like, you "Get like acclimated." I don't know. I felt like it was almost like a new level. I was like, "Oh, this is like game perfection." Almost. Like, I mean, I the goose control everything like just you felt would right. Think I don't know. Goose would control. Yeah, it just felt right you to just me. Just gonna waddle along, and like when the characters are chasing you, obviously you're not gonna outrun them because you're a goose. Yeah. Yep. Um <laughs> And then when they like come at you head on, you just freaking like throw your wings up and try to make yourself look bigger. <laughs> I was, I was trying to do anything. I was trying to figure out. But why, nobody ever yeah. outright like assaults you or like gets rid of you. They'll just chase you or like broom you stuff. away. Like right. They one, might take yeah. back an item that you stole, and they kind of like do a, a real definitive animation, like with their arms, or like. Grab it. Well, and also, well, also, like Um, every section of the game, like when you get to a certain point, they'll put a no goose sign on on their area. They all do, which is really funny. That's how how you know you're getting to the next. That's how you know that you're on to the next part. Yeah, because you you torment you torment a gardener at the very beginning, and yeah, once he gets to to like putting a putting a no goose sign down, and there's stuff you can do with that too, like with him. So I want to say, yeah, while we're talking about the gardener, I actually glitched out the game. As far mm-hmm. as I can tell, uh, maybe if I would have just stood and waited, but I waited for like, and I have a video on YouTube you can check out just the first part of what I played. But um, do you? I didn't see it. Yeah, I threw it up there. Um, oh, okay. I got I stole his keys as he was picking something else up that I stole, mm. so he didn't notice that I stole his keys, and I ran them all the way to like the end of the the canal and yeah. dropped them. And so I was very easily able to lock him out of the garden. It was right before, you know, because it adds the extra goal. The The goal was to, like, get him to hit his thumb with a hammer or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, at that point, I had locked him out of the garden because he had lost his keys. And um, so I was inside the garden. I couldn't get out, and he couldn't get in. And I'm just standing there like, How did all right, you... dude, well, like, go get your keys. Because, like, he would find anything else so yeah, if yeah. I didn't hide it in time. He would know where to go to grab it. So I had all this shit out there, like including like the hoe and the cooler and like a bag of soil. Like I had all this stuff out there and it just kept distracting him. I'm like, dude, get your keys so you can get back in the garden because like obviously you need to grab the hammer and the sign mm-hmm. for me to move to the next section. How did, how did you how did you get the gate closed though? Um, I just grabbed it and closed it behind me as I ran into the Oh, garden. okay. Yeah, I guess you so could I, do that. Because I ran outside and like turned the, the spigot that caused the fountain to go in the middle of it. And yeah, yeah. He went out of the side of the garden. I ran inside, closed the gate behind me, and locked him out. And so I got an achievement for uh, on the special menu or whatever that shows up yeah. later um, for locking the gardener out of the garden. So I did that. But I was inside the garden, and like I said, you can look on my YouTube, like, probably 15 or 20 minutes just running around, like, what do I do now? I want to like, yeah, now he can't come continue back my list, no. but, like, all I had left on the list was to get him to wear a sun hat, Yeah, which I never figured out, but I had completed everything else on the list. I, look, I looked online, but, yeah, you basically just have to take his other hat off in order to get him to wear the sun hat. Yeah, yeah you wait till he's digging and yeah. grab it off. But I couldn't get him to come back... Well, the way I did it 
was I uh, I set the hammer and the sign because they they like they appear at the very end when the uh, you know after you complete the uh, picnic blanket scenario, then the uh, the sign and the hammer appear in the garden. Mm-hmm. So I went up and I grabbed the hammer and I grabbed the sign and drug him right by the gate because he was standing there <laughs> looking in and he had the uh, you weren't you weren't the able thought to... bubble of his keys in his head. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to grab the sign, walk up as close to the gate as I can, and hope that he can grab the sign, hoping that I could do that with the sign and the hammer, and then maybe get him to, you know, do it from within the garden. When I walked up to the uh, the gate with the sign, he grabbed the sign and he literally pulled me through the gate, like the go- the goose glitched through oh, the wow. gate. Yeah. Yep. And then I was outside, you. and so I ran all the way to where I had hit his keys, grabbed him for him, brought him back. He, of course, chased me down, grabbed the keys, as though I weren't, like, giving them back to him. Fucking asshole. <laughs> and uh, and took him back from me. He opened up the garden gate, and then I was finally able to go to the second section. And uh, but I, I literally had to give the motherfucker his keys back. <laughs> Otherwise, he never would have gotten them. And, and you couldn't, you couldn't you ever, open, you couldn't you open the gate the with your beak? To get out of the garden, there's a secret hole. No, I didn't. I didn't know there was one. There yeah, is one. I think yes. that I think that's what's a lot of fun about this game is like a lot of people have been talking, like people have been talking about it being like, "Well, how did you get this here? Like what did you do?" Like cuz it's like different ways to do it. And I also kind of love how clean it is where it's like there's no there's really like no HUD or anything. I right. mean, you, I mean you can't get killed. Like you can't die in the game. So it's like super zen. The worst that yeah. could happen is you get chased away from your objective. Yeah, but you, but you're not. Right th- there's no game over. Like you don't need to see any sort of like stats or like your life bar or anything like that. It's just like an. Open and even screen. if you get chased away from your objective, yeah. like you don't lose all progress. You just lose as much progress as that character like takes away from you. Yeah. So you get chased them down, yeah. steal the thing they took from your picnic blanket or whatever, bring it back, or mm-hmm. and then run back into the garden. In my case, and steal the the. Uh, the cooler and drag it outside and then they're distracted by that and you can steal more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Like how much stuff you can hide to where they'll never get it. Like I put a lot of stuff. There's like a, by the door there, there's like kind of like a thing of grass or like what, there's like a garden there. Mm-hmm. You can put stuff in there and they won't really find it. Like, cause it kind of disappears. Right. So, so I did, I beat I did the a game, lot of that. So like I was trying to entertain myself, figure out other ways to just have fun with it. And the guy in the the third garden, the guy with the red sweater, you know, he's got like a pipe and he's got his yeah. um, newspaper and all these different items on the table. So what I was doing to entertain myself was just grabbing each item one by one. Then I'd walk it out of his garden. Then I'd walk over to the next screen. And there's a well. And I'd yeah. just drop it down the well. <laughs> one by one. I was honking at him to make sure that he was watching me walk, <laughs> drop, drop his stuff down the well. Yeah. So. That was really fun. It's the kind of game where you can make your own fun like that, even though it's a short game, and you can beat it. And oh, I, I beat it in a, a, I'll say a slow paced three and a half hours. Um, you can probably beat it in two if you really try. Yeah, I, say I was probably but, closer to four, but I I'm just kind of daft and got stuck a lot. Yeah, I, heard, I mean, I heard some people. I heard people saying that they got through it in an hour, and I was like, well, maybe if you look at a guide, but. This game is. If you look at a guide, certainly. If you try to blaze your way through it, yeah. But it, but if you're trying to blaze your way point. through it and you use a guide, I feel like you're. I feel like you're ruining the way the game should be played. I feel like the. But game after would, I got through the part, you just figure it out on your own with the yeah. shopkeeper and the the kid. Like um, once I got to the third part, I remember like, 
I started playing it and like I kind of saw the objectives of the next part. But I was like, I kind of want to go back and like fuck with that shopkeeper some more. Like I just <laughs> felt like going back hey. and like I was like, I want to steal everything out of the shop. Yeah, and throw it in the mm-hmm. lake, or I want to like hide it in the phone booth. Actually, is what I did. Oh, nice. Let me. So it's you. like uh, it was like, what can I do to break the game? Where like when I run in the shop and she goes to grab something and there's literally nothing there. I want to see what, how she reacts. And it was kind of fun because eventually, like she was after my, her mop and it wasn't there. And then I would like drop something else and she would get distracted and then I could just steal whatever I wanted because she was just like, her mind was blown by the fact that I had stolen like her entire inventory. <laughs> did, did you figure out how to break the broom? Yeah. Yes. Did, do you have, does she have to fall on it? Is that how you break no. it? No. Okay. Tug of war. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, I, I couldn't figure out how to break it. I, I was trying to get, cause you know, you can like, you can put the walkie talkie in there and like, mm. uh, and like make her think like you can scare her like if you put the walkie-talkie there and then carry around the other walkie-talkie and talk through it and she falls down and I thought maybe I wanted you had to get her to fall on the broom and that's how it would break so I tried to yeah, get it in the right spot but she I couldn't kind of shoves work. you with it you just time it right and grab it and you pull oh okay and it pops the head off the oh, broom well, that's way easier than I thought it was I didn't look yep. at I didn't look at any I didn't want to look online because I Same. felt like it de- defeat the purpose of the fun of the game you know I think I the game just wants you to I think twice i looked online for on that same level the toothbrush you're supposed to find a toothbrush oh yeah it's in the trash can which was kind of what once i saw that i was like oh that's kind of nonsensical that's to me it was the one only thing in the whole game where it was the classic um uh like point and click scenario where the thing is a little obtuse yeah okay. is a little obtuse like why would a toothbrush be in the trash can and that's but, actually but, kind of what i did too except i the only thing i looked online was the video I posted on YouTube because I wanted to see like where home was at the end. Mm-hmm. Which, spoiler alert, it has you go back to the beginning at the end. And uh, I was like, how do I get back to the beginning? So I actually looked at the video to see like where I started. I'd walk back there. So yeah. It was my own goddamn video that I watched to show me how to get to the <laughs> beginning. So I don't feel like I cheated. Nice. Yeah, not the, uh, on, uh, the subject of the toothbrush, I had actually... I went for some reason I had gotten to the trash can first, so I'd already flipped it. And when I was looking for the toothbrush in the store, I was like, "I bet it's in the trash can." So then I went over and looked under the trash can; and it was there. So that's how I found it. But mm. I, I don't know. I figured that since I couldn't find it on the other one, then maybe it was elsewhere. And and right when I saw that he had a toy and it said like make somebody buy back their own thing, I was like, "You got to put that in." That was the yeah, first yeah. thing I did was like stick it in there, and it took a while for him to go buy it, but he did. It looks like there's a uh, new game plus thing involving that, which I haven't done yet. But I'm oh, kind of interested. In the goose, you can go back through Goose Game and do other stuff. Uh, well, no, where you'll have to have someone outside of that area come back and buy their own thing. Yeah, I did that one. You did? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I've done all the objectives. Well, so when you beat the game, you get a whole slew of new objectives. I've done all of them except for um, you also have these time-based objectives where you have to complete yes. every item on each list yeah. in a certain amount of time, like before the bell rings. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So that's the only one that I haven't done. So you get like but, sort of a speed running that's type like thing. A speed run yeah. for each time section. attack, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I will say that. So this weekend I had a pretty stressful weekend as far as like work and everything. And so I found myself playing Untitled Goose Game and benefiting from it like almost therapeutically because it's just so relaxing 
it is one of the most relaxing games that I've played. Oh, it's in, super in relaxing. Memory. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really, it's really zen because, like, there's no way you can die. Like, you, mm-hmm. you're just fucking with people. Like, there's no, like, I mean, well, there's, you said there's a time limit later, like, in the second playthrough, but there's no time limit. There's nothing, like, really pushing you to do a thing. You're just kind of like, and it doesn't really, it's like, you know, it's like Breath of the Wild almost in its simplest form, where it's just like, it just, it starts the game and it's like, just go. Go at your own pace. Go, go do your there's thing. No, We're not telling you where no, to go. Um, just go. I mean, no I guess there's music yeah. unless there's some action happening. So it's like yeah. quiet. Yeah. And you hear the ambient sounds, you know, the frogs or whatever in nature and all that stuff. And it's just like, here you go. You're a goose. Yeah. Do what you want. I actually, when I was first playing beautiful. it, I kind of felt like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, wow, this game is. I was like, this game is brilliant. I was like, this is like the next level of gaming here, is what I thought when I was playing yeah. it the first time. I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, this is good. Like, this works really well. Like, it's, I don't know, sometimes you, you play something and right when you just start it, you're like, oh, no, everything just feels right in this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel it's like anything package. is wrong. Yeah. And it just, I mean, I, I guess it didn't stay there enough for me to play all the way through, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to play stuff. But, yeah, no, I was like, I enjoyed everything that I played of it, and I really wanted to come back to it. You know, yeah, so I think visually it's really appealing. Like you said, the the uh, not having the the HUD, but also just the graphical style, the sort of storybook look to it, and the characterizations of each person. You know, they don't speak, but the way they animate, you can tell a lot about their personalities. It's all that little thought that they put into it. It, it all really comes through. My other favorite thing I, w- I will say is that when the music does come on, the music is really effective. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just that simple pianos, um, simple piano tunes. Uh, it really adds to it a lot. Um, and I saw somebody online say it almost is like Benny Hill, like when the characters are chasing after you and all that. You oh, got yeah. the piano going. They're like the da 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 da. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, like when or when you sneak up on somebody, and the piano will just go like kind of key by key, like bump bump. Yeah. Bump bump. Yeah. Bump. bump. <laughs> Then you grab the thing and it's like, you know, it's just perfect. It makes you wonder how they do it. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it just works really well. It's it's very, like I said, zen, super super yes. duper zen. The game is. It's very much like relaxing. Yeah, you don't. There's like nothing. Nothing is really pushing you to do anything other than just what you want to do. Like you just right. take it as your own pace. Do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to do. I mean, you don't even really have to do the goals if you don't want to. You could just kind of nope. just fuck nope. around and see what happens, you know? And that's Mostly, I, like, you can go around. Exactly. Or you can just, like, test your limits and see how all the different NPCs act before you start trying to do the, you know, the goals. Because they've all got a pattern of movement. And yeah. It's kind of fun to, like, I really loved, like, stealing the harmonica yeah. And then quacking through it or like the the walkie talkies or whatever, you know, like Oh yeah, or you can like just so fun yeah. like uh using the uh the props to <laughs> change how the goose behaves. You can get you can get like a you can put like the bottle on you as well and it'll it'll like sound muffled. Uh-huh. And same oh, thing like it. Yeah, like you can get bottles out of the out of the trash can from, from where you're at around that shopkeeper and, and it sounds like muffled. And same thing with like carrying the walkie-talkie and and quacking into it and then yeah no but there are there are parts where it's just fun to like to realize like the game kind of initially makes you feel like it's you versus the world but eventually you realize like the goose is the smartest character in the whole world and once you realize all the patterns like 
it's just really fun to fuck with everybody. I, yeah. I don't know if this is just me. I mean, I was thinking maybe you guys would agree with me on this. For some reason, all of the, the people, like the townspeople, the village people, whatever, their art design, they kind of remind me of the characters from Wind Waker. Did, did you guys feel that yeah, at all? I can see that. I don't know. Like some of them, just the way they're drawn, like maybe because it's sort of cell shady, it kind of reminds yeah, me of like the, and then the, the townspeople. Yeah. Like, or I will say like more like purposeful use of shadows. I would say there's like an emphasis yeah. on features of their face. So like they wouldn't have an mm-hmm. eye or a mouth, but like something about their nose would stand out, or maybe it's a different character whose eyes would stand sure. out. You know, yeah. like right. they just chose to focus on features, which was similar to like Wind Waker, or maybe even more so like uh, a lot of the DS games with 3D in them, where they had to like minimize the the character models. Mm-hmm. For sure, but yeah, no, Untitled Goose Game. Super recommend. Uh, I, Even I, at twenty bucks, I mean, we got it on sale for fifteen. I, and, and that, I would not be mad if I got it at twenty. And then sale. And after buying, length. after buying, you know, the other main release of the week, um, I paid like a little over eleven bucks for it. Uh, yeah, for uh, extra stuff. And yeah, buy, using my gold points. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're doing double for that. They've been doing double for well, the Link's Awakening one had double. If you did the voucher like I did, you don't get it. But, but no, uh, yeah, Untitled Goose Game is a lot of fun. It's uh, I want DLC for this game, yeah, like, more than probably any other game I bought in the last year. I and, just want more. And I wanted to say that the sale the sale goes on into like the end of next week. I think at least I think it goes through like the sixth of October. So there's plenty of time to get that. Was it fourteen ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine sale on Goose Game? So fourteen, yeah, yeah. So they're they're keeping it going. So it's going to be go be going for a while. So I couldn't like justify out. not buying it because it was literally my magic number, fifteen bucks. So oh yeah, it was, it was under twenty. I mean twenty twenty is a good price for me, but under twenty is even better. It's an even better price like for fun Sweet indie spot. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about Link's Awakening. I know it's taken us a long time to get there. I'm sorry about that. We're, this is not a spoiler cast, so we're just going to talk a little bit about our impressions of okay. it, right? So, yeah, I've only gotten to the fourth dungeon, and I don't want to know. So Jess got her first Switch game. Yay. You got Link's Awakening. So, uh, Jer- oh, so you paid full price for it? Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, I bought her, I, I bought her a, an eShop card for part of it. Oh, okay. With- so I only paid 13 bucks. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, no. So we, uh, Jeremy, Jess, and I, we all have Link's Awakening. That's actually what I've been playing for the most part. Uh, I played a lot of it when editing the last week's episode, of course. Uh, how many dungeons have you guys got to? I've done, I've done three, right? Yeah, no, I've done three. 
You did the slime dungeon. Yeah. That's the third one. I I just got into the fourth dungeon and I found a couple keys and I don't know how, what else to do. Like I've been in the fourth dungeon for five minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always found Link's Awakening to be kind of obtuse in its uh, design and it kind of really annoyed me and that's why the I, problem th- is why is I think ex- I never played you like it. expect it to be linked to the past or a link between worlds, depending on which one you played, because the map is close enough. Yeah, but the way the the way the stuff is put on the map is really weird. Like and it's where like, yeah. I would look for things is not like the second dungeon, especially is like I wouldn't. That's not where I would have looked for it. Yeah, but just getting around. That's why I said my kingdom for an axe. Um, mm. Just getting between. Like yeah. one screen, just getting one screen over sometimes involves going three up and then to the right and then back down and maybe one left and then right again to get back to where you were going. Yeah. And it's so I mean, TBH, tedious. this game was designed for the Game Boy Advance and, you know, it was very limited. Game Boy that they had. regular. And um, they did the best to... Make and I the think they're trying to keep you in certain areas. You know, they're space. they're trying to make the map so that you can only go to cer- so it's logical. Yep. Yeah, but it's it's not. Well, also it, like it's I mean, not. It's not. I mean, the, the, I think the best example is that third dungeon. You know, where you like where you do use the slime key, and then you have to go all the way fucking around, like to go to actual get to. the... Like, you use the key and you open the door, but then you gotta go left and you gotta go up and you gotta go way right and then you gotta go back left. And I left, tried to do and everything. Jump a bunch of uh, stuff to get to over get there. To get through those. Yeah. Like, I ran into them, I shot arrows at them, I bombed them. I was like, yeah. how the fuck do I get? Th- and, and the answer is you don't. It's very much not straightforward. And that's kind of what, like, that's what kind of threw me off. Why I, and I've never, I've never beaten Link's Awakening. Like, uh, I've played it, but yeah. I've never, never beat it in its entirety. Well, I played it, you know, I played the one that I got from London when I was in high school. I played it all the way to the final dungeon or second to final dungeon. And I got fucking lost in that dungeon to where I could not figure out how to progress. And I just gave up. And then I started playing it again later. You know, when I got, I don't know, when I got like the Game Boy Advance, I think I tried playing it again. And I gave up because I just did not like the way that you you progress from one square to another in the map. It's so weird. And, and yeah, exactly what Jess was saying. Like you expect it to be like linked to the past, and it's like, but it's not. Like you can't just go from one square to another. You got to go like up and over and to through a corner and through another thing. Go to and then you come down by the next one, maybe, or maybe you have to go and give a monkey like some bananas to get to another thing and do a whole bunch of trading. But you really and, expect yeah, it to ridiculous. be like the thing that I found in the first dungeon is going to help me open the path to where I need to go for the second dungeon. It does, but it's more like obtuse. But it's also like more like the thing that you find in the first dungeon gives you access to most of the map. Yeah. But you aren't supposed to be there and you you like the owl is telling you some shit, but (laughs) it's not really helpful. And you call that guy on the phone and he's like, you're an asshole, basically. And you're like, well, okay, well, crap. None of you helped me. And you like try to talk to him and he's all shy. Oh yeah, when you actually go in there. This I mean, is the well, that's, basket mouse. Yeah, I mean that's part of the. Yeah, no, Jess actually, I had not done that. But if you go into Elrura's house and you use his phone, you call them basket mouse, and he hangs up on you. Yeah, I didn't. He says was, this is the basket mouse. I think you have the wrong number. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice. That's the fun. thing I took a picture of. Yeah, it's I was very like, quirky. Oh my god, yeah. I want to find the basket mouse and talk to him. 
Well, the Basket Mouse is probably an animal village, right? I haven't found that no, yet. No, it's not. I, I've been there. Well, oh. there might be a, like a well or something that I can't get in. Yeah. But I also, saw something about that. I only vaguely remember it, so I can't explain the whole thing. But basically, the, the Bucket Mouse is a typo. Oh, yeah, the Bucket um, Mouse. Yeah. That was between the translation from Japanese to English. And so it does not make sense in English. There's no Bucket Mouse or whatever in the game. Oh, damn uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to meet him. I figured he yeah. would be in the Animal Village. I mean, because there's so many interesting characters. And that's really the charm of the game. It's just like how obscure the characters and all that. And don't get me wrong. I, I really like the remake of it. I think it looks beautiful. I know there's like... Frame rate issues. There's been frame rate issues. And actually, I called out the bullshit on this a few times where people saying that like, oh, if you if you install it into your like system memory, it doesn't do that. Well, Jess is, is installed on her system memory. And I think it's better than mine is that's installed on my SD card. So I... That's bullshit. I don't think it's any different depending on where you install it or whether it's a di- on on the on a physical copy or not. Like, can I say how far I I am? Sure. I've beaten the sixth dungeon. So oh, I've got, you're far. I have six uh, instruments, and I've only used the internet once. So I, I did. I'm not I, I, full disclosure. I have beaten this game once before, but it was before I played Link's Awakening or not Link's Awakening. Link to the Past. Uh, before I played. A, Oracle of Season and Oracle of Ages. Mm. So I played, I I had this on um, Game Boy Color that I had bought in, like uh, after I got my Game Boy Advance. Oh, so you had the DX version. Yeah, so I bought the DX yeah. version to play on my uh, purple Game Boy Advance. I played all the way through that before the two Oracle games came yeah. out. So that's the last time I beat this, but I did play all the way through it. And uh, I forgot most of what I had done, but I remembered enough to like, I don't know. There's context clues. Mm. So I've been going to, you know, the phone booths a lot to get, you know, what yeah. Ira has to say about yeah. where to go. And there's actually. And, uh, and also just consulting my map and seeing like where I am. I've been know, consulting my map a lot just to get yeah. from one screen to the next. But yeah. So I, I just beat the sixth dungeon and I'm looking for the seventh and I've been stuck for a couple of days. So yeah, I believe that. I've gone all the way up to the actual like place where the seventh dungeon is, but I need a key to open it, and I don't know where to get the key. I and, look. Uh, I use the I actually, internet like, twice. Found the ocarina and learned a bunch of songs and stuff. So, I don't oh know yeah, that oh yeah, that was in the dream dungeon. I found I, the I ocarina. Have, have you guys yeah. have, have you guys done the uh, have you done the color dungeon yet? Have either of you nope. guys done that? Really? I got the book to tell me how to get uh, to the same. color dungeon. I went, same. And then yeah. I wrote down the code, and then I went to the graveyard, and I was like, "Yeah, where's the five gravestones?" It's in the exactly. it's in the bottom right corner. Yeah, I and I are. went to the bottom right corner, and I couldn't push one the way that I thought that I was supposed to. So I mm. just need to like read that memory again. Oh, and- no, actually, I did. I did it in the way that the the people who created Nintendo Switch would want me to do it. I took a picture. I took a picture uh, with the capture button. And I went to that Damn. spot of the, the graveyard, and then I went back and looked at the picture, and then I pushed everything in the right way and kept going back to the picture and back and forth. And yeah, I went to the Keller Dungeon, and I completely beat it. I I actually couldn't – I could not find – I think that was before the slime one. I could not find the slime one, so I just went, no, no, because you have to beat the slime one before you go to the Keller Dungeon. No, I couldn't find where the fourth dungeon was, so I went to the – so I found the Keller Dungeon, and I beat that one in, in its entirety. 
and I yeah, I, I I did I took a picture of the book and well, then I went there and did all the things. Yeah, I completely accidentally found the fourth dungeon key place. Yeah, me too. I did the same while thing. I was looking for the fourth dungeon key. Yep, because I couldn't fucking figure out how to get over there. And then I uh, I think I talked to uh, I either talked to uh, Mr. Shy Guy or Orira. Yeah. Or I, I think it's Orira, Orira, or, or I talked to an owl, and somebody told me where to go to find the key. And then once I figured it out, I, I did. But the only, but really, the only reason I, because I was tempted to look it up, and so I just like Googled whatever Link's Awakening fourth dungeon key, mm. and I saw a screenshot of a, like a picture, and so that was all that I I needed was like one image. To mm-hmm. complete what I needed to do to oh, sure. to find the thing that I needed to find to get past the thing I needed to get past to get into the desert. Oh, sure. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> I haven't even been to the desert. Actually, I, th- I, I think what I said was actually wrong. I'm trying to get to the fourth dungeon, but I accidentally found the key to the fifth dungeon <laughs> trying to find the fourth dungeon. So I don't know where the fuck I am. I ended up in some like mini dungeon where I got the key to the fifth dungeon. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I thought this was going to okay. take me to another thing, but no, it didn't. But it the thing like, about this game, yeah. I think, is that I'm not getting things in the order that I would expect to get them. Mm-hmm. Like I got the like the one of the first things you get is the power bracelet, which for me, being oh, yeah, an yeah, original... Yeah. Legend of Zelda player, the power bracelet is like at the Towards fucking the end. end. Yeah, well, you thought like that's like seventh you thought dungeon boomerang or something. Even though I think the I boomerang bo- is just or, yeah. or you know whatever. Yeah. I thought I might get the bow and arrow instead of having to buy it, or uh, who knows? But like you get, I think the, the dash boots are kind of late too. They well, are. are second, They're super late, dungeon, and also right? the or jump. Third. Like yeah. jump is really. Oh no, rocks feather. That's that's the first dungeon. It's first like dungeon. it's rock, and then it's and then it's the bracelet, and then it's. But the, all that the shit, running. like yeah. even in Minish Cap, you're get the last thing you get basically is rocks feather. Yeah. Um, and so like you're getting everything that I would expect to get at the end of the game, at the beginning of the game, and it's really kind of throwing me for a loop, and it it kind of makes my brain feel like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's next in an exciting way. Yeah. But it also means like there are a couple of places where there's like six or seven holes in a row. And I'm like, I can't mm. jump that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even when you have the when you can do the running start. Well, yeah. I think that's even the- when I can do the running and the jumping. So I'm like, am I getting an upgrade to that? Yeah. There's there's a lot of shit that I don't know. Like you encounter those. I think of them as like gooey carousels. That you use the dash beats yeah, to get yeah, through because yeah. they're kind of like jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they do kind of look like a little, like you think they're like a, like a circus tent or something. Well, kind of yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the Boo Carousel from like. And I'm Mars like, how long is it going to be until I can get through those? And it's not long. It's like third dungeon. And so what I did after I got after I beat the third dungeon is I went back to the first and second dungeon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. and I went back to the color. Or the dream dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, the dream dungeon I had. Because I was like, I'm just going to yeah. go everywhere I've been because I remember going to the first dungeon and there was like a rock I couldn't pick up. So there was a treasure I couldn't get. Sure, yeah. And so then I didn't get that treasure, whatever it was. So after I beat the third dungeon, I was like, I'm going to go back to the first two and see what I missed. Because mm-hmm. maybe there was something that will tell me where the fuck to go. And Mostly uh, I just found uh, a lot of rupees to help me buy the bow and arrow which so far 900 i haven't, I haven't 900 yeah. and fucking 80 
rubies, which I haven't used at all so far. Well, I definitely want to say I I have looked online one time for I, my, my trek through Link's Awakening, and I don't feel great about this. But uh, I had to look online one time, and it was uh, there's this room. I think it's either the fifth or the sixth dungeon. You made it farther than I did. Whatever. Spoiler alert, but there's just this part where I feel like it was randomly. Tell me when he's done. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say specifically what it is. I just feel like it was a randomosity based thing and I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't looked it up. Mm. That's all I'm gonna say. Well all I'm gonna say is I think there is something sloppy in there that had I not looked it up. I never would have figured it out. Yeah, well, yeah. that's how I well, felt. I don't know if it was in the first or the third dungeon, but there was something where I was like, I've killed every enemy. I bombed every room. I I, was having, I yeah. just don't know what to do. And it, it, there comes a point where, like, I'm too frustrated. Like, if I don't I will say there's look it up, I'm not going to finish. Where you can't go anywhere else. And I was like, <coughs> what do I do now? And I had to look it up. I had, yeah. this, I had the same thing. And I'm not ruining anything by saying that. Well, what, what, I, what I had to look up, I was like, because uh, I was like, because I found fucking dude, Richard, what's his name? Yeah. He's like, you got to go to the, he's like, you got to go to the castle. And I go to the castle and the door's locked. I'm like, and I look everywhere and I think I find a thing, but no, it's not. It's like another place that I can't go to. And I'm like, all right, this is fucking dumb. And then I find the monkey, Ukiki or whatever. And Ukiki's hungry, and that's what I looked for. I said, Ukiki's hungry. What the fuck does he want? That's basically what I, I got online and looked for that. And I'm like, oh, he needs bananas. So I have to go through like three or four trading sequences before I can get to the next dungeon. And I would yeah, never, I would never figure that out. I would have never figured that out if I didn't look online. And I actually did. There's another trading sequence that happens in the game, or at least there's a second one, and there's probably a third one because round numbers or whatever. But. Mm-hmm. I've done the second one accidentally. Like, I accidentally ran ran into the first thing and traded way before I think I was supposed to. Yeah. And then I ended up with an item that later somebody else asked me for, and I traded them for it, and then I got lost, and I ended up in a place where I traded somebody for the third item. That's the best way to do it, And then the third item I got, I was like, oh, I actually know where this goes, because somebody asked me for it earlier. Sure, yeah. Uh so I'm going to be able to complete that sequence completely accidentally. Yeah. I, I feel like the third and fourth one I kind of accidentally I've had a ran lot of into stuff also. In that game that I've done accidentally. Yeah. I mean it's kind of yeah, you just But also there's a part it. of it where I don't know I'm not sure like if I can't do it yet or if I am doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Does that make yep. sense? Sure. Like yeah, I've, yeah. I've bombed some like underground places and I'm like, okay, I see that heart container. I see that treasure chest. Do I have the tools to get that or do I n- not? And I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so like I'll try a bunch of things and mostly I just end up like falling down pits and holes and shit until yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I've died 17 times so far. Oh, wow. Um. I'm, well, because yeah. I'm not afraid of dying. It doesn't do anything to you. It's, oh, no, it's not going to no, hurt me to all. die, yeah, so yeah. I might as well die. Well, yeah, what should you experiment? But, yeah, and I found one. I, I won't say anything about where it is, but I found one, like, piece of heart where I had to, like, go through and on to the next thing and then come back that way in order to get it. Like, I couldn't get it from the forward direction. I could only get the piece of heart. Going backwards, sure. Going back to the place I had started from, because there was no way to like do the right sequence of things going forwards. 
But yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, I can see like, oh, this rock is kind of shattered, so I can probably bomb that. Yeah. But I'm not. Sh- but I'm not sure if I'm gonna get some like dash upgrade, or I'm gonna get some kind of jumping upgrade, or I'm gonna get a better sword that can like reach sure, yeah. farther or break more. Th- like I just, I really don't know what the fuck is gonna happen in this game. And and just just to let everybody know, like Jess has never played the the Game Boy version, so. You're going into it like with completely fresh eyes, which is always great to hear about like on a remake because it's not like you haven't played it before. Like you don't know. I played about 10 minutes yeah. of the black and white version yeah. of the, cause yeah, I got to like maybe yeah, yeah. village. Yeah. But also as a pertinent. Uh, Want to mention like why I said the weird line about wart swallowing the spider to catch KK slider. Um, there's a point where you find uh, wart from super Mario brothers Two. Yeah, there's Which a lot I don't, of Mario I don't stuff. Realize, was that in the original Game Boy version? Know that. I don't know. I believe it was. Yeah, you find Wart, and he sings a song, and his vocals sound just like K.K. Slider. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my in my head, I was like, what's a nice nursery rhyme about this game? Because it feels very nursery rhymey. For sure. And uh, I was like, well, Wart swallowed something because K.K. Slider. Mm-hmm. Like, just go... Once you get to that point in the game, I'm not running too much, but well, you're eventually going <laughs> to get a song from I'm not Wart. listening to this, so you just tell me when it's time. <laughs> and I need a K.K. Like, Slider cover of the Windfish song. I Honestly, mean, it sounds like... I mean, like Marin's singing is kind of like it's kind of like K.K. a little bit, yeah. Well, Marin's singing is kind of like... Because the first time you see her singing, she's singing by that like rooster thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's super... Link to the past. Yeah. And I expect there to be some kind of way to warp between the things, but I haven't figured that out yet. Mm. And so far I've like figured out some, I found some of those like glowy places. I think that's, mm-hmm. I don't think that was in the original one. I where you can get added. back and forth, but I was, sh- I got to a place where I was sure that I was supposed to play the ocarina and I like played the ocarina like 15 times for like everything in that area. And it was still not the right thing to do. <laughs> Have you figured? See, I haven't figured out what to do with the ocarina. Have you guys figured no, that out? I, and please don't I tell me if you have. Today. Oh, okay. got a few songs and haven't done anything. But yeah, I think it will. Know, I'm gonna say, use yeah. it, but I don't. I don't know yet. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So like, so like you being you have never played the game before. Uh, how do you feel about it, like, coming to it and this remake? Like, do you like it? Like, is it... I know it's, like, kind of based on an older game, but, I mean, how do you... What are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm super happy to have, a, like, top-down slash side-scrolling Zelda game. Because mm-hmm. I can't play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. The side-scrolling parts look fucking phenomenal. They're so cool. The underground side-scrolling oh, the, parts the are so look fun. so cool, too. Um, yeah, it, I'm really excited to have a Zelda game that I've never played that I can play. And I just hope it means that they're going to keep making Zelda games like this or was Zelda maker. Yeah. Have you done any of the dampy stuff? Have you tried that at all? Yes. I've, I've just gotten through the first part. I have a bunch of, I have like 32 pieces. I couldn't figure out how to, I, I tried to do it when I first found him. And I couldn't figure out how to like try it out or like how to get it I'd to be work. The first and I just dungeon that he gives you. And I just didn't. And I just gave up and left and just went to the next. Yeah, one. I haven't. I, I just recently out. found like a 
Because I was like looking at all my menus and screens and stuff. And it was like, you have 32 dampy pieces. And I was like, oh, I should use this for whatever. But no, I, ha- I haven't. Well, we can we can transfer it with the snake amiibo between our two. It's it's so dumb that that's, that's the only way you can share it is like through an amiibo physically. That means, I know John mentioned it before, that means that maybe they'll really do a, a Zelda maker. But I mean, but you like, but you like the game, right? Like you think, like obviously, you want to play through more of it. I, I like mean, the game it, you know? because it feels like when you play the first Legend of Zelda, you play all the way through. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but I did it as a kid. Yep. With like the fucking fold-out map that it came with, and that's mm. it. And sure. that to no me, like that then. is the epitome of gaming. That was the most excited I've ever been to figure shit out. You got to talk to people in recess and it was, about it, right? It was so exciting, and it was, you know, like, I literally look forward to every day coming home and playing this and figuring it out. It was a huge, amazing puzzle, and you have to listen to everything. Okay, up, down, left, right. I'm going to get through that forest. I'm going to fight. Okay, I don't have enough hearts. I'm going to come back. You know, like, there was all this, like, build up. Like, okay, I found the fourth dungeon. Not ready for the fourth dungeon. Let me try to find the second dungeon. Like, it was all so exciting. And then you, like, figure you get the whistle and I'm gonna blow... Like, everything about that game is ingrained in who I am as a gamer. And so this game has a lot of that for me because I don't fucking know what's gonna happen. Mm. I don't... Everything's out of order. It's all kind of jumbly. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. And so it's like exciting, but in a way it's a, it's a little bit frustrating because it's a little bit less intuitive than I want it to be. I actually think it's a little bit less intuitive even than the first game, than the original. Yeah. I mean, because I think that that in the first game that you would find enemies that would kill you immediately. So, you know, like I'm not supposed to be in this part of the map yet. And I haven't found a part of the overworld where. The enemies have killed me so quickly that I know, like, I'm not ready to be here yet. Mm-hmm. So that makes me less sure of where I'm supposed to be. And after, especially after the first dungeon, when you get the whatever the power bracelet and you can pick up the rocks, like, I feel like most of the map, except for the water elements, are open to me. Yeah. Yep. And so sure. I'm I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to be doing or where I'm supposed to be. So it's a little it's just a little bit like But you like uh, but you like that, right? Cuz it kind of reminds me my reminds you of the first one, right? I like it and I don't like it. Like I like feeling off balance, but I would like more if I felt off balance intuitively if that makes any sense. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I I would like to be I would like to think like I'm in this area now. This is at least where the area where I'm supposed to be to try and find what I'm supposed to find, even if I don't know what I'm supposed to find. But I, I mean, like I made it into like the crazy fucking mountain area after the first dungeon. And I'm not supposed to be there. Like there's nothing there for me yet. I can't jump any, I can't jump. I can't get any, like I'm walking into caverns. I can't get anywhere. I can bomb things and I can't do anything. Like, I'm, I've ended up in a lot of places where I'm not supposed to be there yet. And I, and I still kind of feel this. I don't know. I, I just don't know if I'm supposed to be there. Like, I don't know if I have the tools to do the job and I don't know how to do it or if I don't have the tools. Yeah. Sure. So, 
and and also it's a it's like a lot illogical especially getting into the fourth dungeon i got to a place and i talked to everybody there and i was like okay i think i know what i need and i went back to the place where i thought that the person i needed to talk to was supposed to be and they weren't there and then i had to you have to go find them somewhere And then else. I had to find them another place that I yeah. accidentally found in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm just like, how the... F- there's no... Yeah, it's really... How the fuck am I supposed... Really there's no there. logical yeah. way that I would end up here. Only out of frustration. Like, there's, uh, it, there's a lot of just, like, illogical placement of people and things. I don't I I don't want it to lead me by the hand. Of course I don't want that, but I I do want it really. to make sense. And this is like the opposite of leading you by the hand. This is like good fucking luck, buddy. Well, it's I mean it actually does have similarities to Breath of the Wild in that way where it's just kind of like or like or like the Goose games we were talking about like it just drops you and says go. That's really what it is, even though there is a little bit like the owl stuff, I don't think was in there as much in the original one. But there is like you mentioned it. Uh, we were talking about this before we recorded. But the memories where you can like look, you can go back and look at, listen to, read stuff again that you had heard before, which is really nice. Like if you're like, I don't remember in your what, maps, you can go. Yeah, and read it's like all, I don't remember what the owl said, to. and you can look at like all of your conversations. That really helps for, like, this type of game, and it also really helps for, like, RPGs and shit. But it doesn't help me when, like, I went and talked to Richard, I went and did the thing that Richard wanted me to do, and then I couldn't find his house. I found... You gotta remember that big yard in the back. I found, like, three places on the map that there is no way that I should have been there. They were, like, empty. Oh, sure. Yeah, no. Whatever I was supposed to do there had not happened yet. And it took me, that's what I had to look up. I had to look up where the fuck is Richard's house. Because I didn't expect it to be. I I thought that that was some kind of a game. Because he has that big backyard. So I thought I was going to go in there and I was going to play like a running game or a jumping game or something. I thought that because of Zelda's past, that in order to get the heart piece at the end, I was going to have to do this in 18 seconds or whatever it is so like every time i passed which uh, you know it's not even easy to get there but every time i got there need, i was like well it's, it's not fucking you, there i don't need, need that yeah, yeah. and so i just didn't think that that was richard's house and it doesn't mark it on the map for you as richard's house you get like witch's hut fucking shop in maybe village and you can drop like you can drop suits of cards on stuff but that but I can't write what it is. Uh, yeah, no, it's weird. And it's it like doesn't you can tell drop me. like a clover, like a club, or, or oh, I guess that's the same. So thing. I probably spent yeah. a, an hour exploring the map, looking for his house, which was kind of cool. like kind of cool. I found a lot of shit that I wasn't supposed to find yet, and I accidentally did that trading thing that I don't think I was supposed to do yet. Sure. Um, and then I had to look up, like, I just don't know where it is. And once they showed it to me, I was like, that's not his house. That's not his house. That's his house. Okay. That, I, it is pretty cool that you can you can actually zoom in on the map and see, like, all the different parts. I feel like that really helps. But it still didn't tell me that's yeah. where he lived. Sure. But but I'm saying there there are a lot of things that help the game be more playable now. Like, I love that, like, you don't have to... Because the original one, you only had two buttons to assign everything to. So it's really nice to, like, have oh, the... that part sucks. 
to have well i mean the new one like having like you, the bracelet is always on you yep. the shield you can always use, yeah, use which you would God never use for that. and it's cool that they kind of changed the battle to where like you can actually like block people with the shield and that's part of like the strategy this is that the best the shield one. i think i've ever had in zelda having that like shoulder button as the shield i've never used my shield so much in a zelda game ever well in the original one you used it just one time you just push those spiky guys around to get the sword and then you never use it again like this basically how how no but i use my shield literally in every screen all the time now and and well in like a link to the past your shield kind of does it on its own like if somebody shoots something at you and you have the bigger shield it automatically bounces off of you but this one you got to hold it and and i like like how it almost kind of reminds me a little bit of like skyward sword where it's like you know where you kind of have to like parry the guy before you can fight him like where they like come at you with the sword and you're gonna block it and then hit him i like too that it makes you walk a little slower I don't like that, but I, that's logical to me. Like that makes sense that now you're holding your sh- your shield in front of you, so you're going to go a little slower. I feel like the game in itself it's is, a nice is touch. Slow walking on it, but let <sighs> let's talk. We should talk about the button placement that we talked about a long time ago at the beginning of this and way back at the front of the show. So, so like you can you can basically put two items on X or Y, those mm-hmm. being your jumps and. Uh, uh, well, they can be either of your jumps. But once you get the rock's feather and you start doing putting the jump thing in there, for some reason that really fucked me up. Like, I felt like X – or no, not X. I feel like Y should be attack and, like, A or B should be jump and not B being attack. And it kind of, like, screwed my mind up. I don't know. For some reason I thought that – did you guys have that same experience? Like, when you're well, I thought of it as, like, doing that. switch. So I was like, Y should be jump. So I set my rock's feather to Y. What yeah, I thought that Y that. should be attack and that jump should My be a different rock's thing. feather is Y. I think that B should be jump and right? A yeah, should be attack. I, well, I think no. I mean, I mean, I probably agree with you, but yeah. I would just like uh, this is the second Zelda game on Switch, yeah. so let's make the jump button the same. I guess yeah. Well, I mean, Breath Kinda of the Wild, Breath of the Wild fucked me up too because B has like always been attack in every Zelda game. It's actually the fourth Zelda game. And why the force of the gun? You, you know what I mean. But uh, but those other two, the better ones, they have it as B, and not that one. I don't know. It just it just really weirded me out when I was trying to like I'm like trying to attack and jump, and I always hit Y to attack, just because that makes more sense, I guess, uh, on a four button thing. Even though I know that even on the Super Nintendo it wasn't like that. It's just. I don't know, and I saw other people posting it on the internet as well, being like... I'm having a hard time, especially like, wish, getting my yeah. dash jump correct, because I want to kind of... I want to jump before I leave the Earth, but actually you mm-hmm. jump right after. That's, that, 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 I'm sorry, that was that was real dark, what you said there. I was just, I was like, I, wa- I want to jump before I leave the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry, I took it. I understand. Took it away. Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Her lifelong dream or make a dream is just to jump. I just want to jump once before I, before I leave this, before I leave this mortal coil. But I can't, I can't do it. I have to leave the Earth first. I found the bucket mouth uh, explanation. This is actually pretty interesting. What about the bucket? Yeah, bu- he's cute. Tell me about the bucket mouse, John. So, yeah, I found the story of the bucket mouse. So this is the explanation. The const- the contextless bucket mouth, mouth, not mouse, 
was incorrectly romanized as Bucket Mouse in the English translation of Link's Awakening in the original Game Boy game. The line, yes, this is Bucket Mouse, should be, yes, you've reached Bucket Mouth. Mm. Uh, Bucket Mouth is an actual shop in the Neyagawa district of Osaka, Japan, uh, which is, I guess it was nearby the Nintendo headquarters, and it was just sort of a little wink to this store that they they would go to. Nice. Um, And then another interesting note is that the owner of the actual shop is also the inspiration for the guy at the fishing pond in Ocarina of Time. Oh, so technically, you're guy supposed that, to be calling that guy from the guy Ocarina that of the time guy that scratches his armpits all the time from Ocarina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just yeah. I just remember him digging into his armpits. Yep. And you can, and you can pull his hat off. Apparently, there's a part where you where you have Marin with you, and she can actually pick up the dude in the claw machine area. Well, I, I love um, the idea of the bucket mouse. Is so. Like that's a whole nother like that's a whole minish cap, yeah. Like idea for me, like you've dialed into a whole nother dimension, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was so magical to me, so I'm gonna forget everything you said, John. Sorry, I ruined it. And just keep my magical idea that like inside one of these buckets in his house is a little mouse with a little phone that sometimes he calls when he's lonely <laughs> and he just talks I mean, to the bucket I know mouse. that. Uh... I had a very similar experience to the first Zelda, where you go in and you like rescue the little kid. Or no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Zelda too. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Richard Link, where like you go back and you rescue the kid, and you hold him that kid above your head. Like you actually do that with Marin in this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, "You got Marin. Is this your big chance?" And you hold like a Marin above your head. I was super kid. careful at that point too. Like I've never used my shield more than I did when I had Marin. Yeah. Oh, I was like he... nobody's gonna get me. Oh, so you guys are? F- I had never got Marin. No, you gotta do that. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Well, did you take her to the claw machine? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. No. I wish I had. Because apparently that's a cool like Easter egg. If you take her to the claw machine, she'll play and she'll pick up the dude who's running it, and she'll throw him on the that's conveyor belt. funny. Yeah. No, I didn't I have that. cleared out the club. Machine. And he says that. He's like, he says, oh, you're really good at this game. We, I still I think, have to get the heart says, piece, I think. Yeah, I think I've he got said, my heart piece and all the other shit. I got the, I got the heart piece as one of the first ones. But no, he, he says something like, you're a pro at this, or you're really good at this, like after she picks him up and throws him on the thing, which is awesome. And this is what I've seen from like GIFs on Twitter and that type of thing. Which I guess I should block it for spoilers or whatever. But no, the game's a lot of fun to play. I think it looks beautiful. Uh, but see, I'd like yeah. to know things like that. I'd like to know. You want to know like some of the Easter eggy stuff, but you don't want to. It looks so fantastic. I don't want to yeah. spoil it, but like that would have been fun, and I yeah. never would have thought of doing that. And I, as far as I feel about Link's Awakening, like it's just, it's still like a, a little. Uh, garden for me to go hang out in like everything about it it's is like co- so miniaturized and cute and beautiful. you know what i think is great the and light it's like is that's amazing the world i want to live in so yeah i haven't beaten it yet but i'm still in that little world of miniaturized like, there are a couple of, of like characters. times where i've been looking at like the light on the grass 
Yeah. And it's pretty. so pretty. And then I was in a dungeon and I noticed that like the sconces on the wall were like owl eyes. Yeah. I like owl eye candles. It's like a diorama. And you could see the candlelight bouncing off the stones. And I was like, that's incredible. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely. Yeah, it's really pretty. I mean, it's it sucks that the frame rate's a little weird, like we talked about earlier. But but I don't feel I haven't noticed the frame rate. I, I, I actually did not want to say that. It's either. mostly like the place I've noticed it most it's in is the in overworld. the overworld. But it's not even in all of the overworld. It's like in this in that specific it's like when you um, leave, right? southeastern part of the overworld in that desert um, area. Oh, we noticed like oh, if you're playing handheld or on the TV. I have not played on the TV. You you did you did when you first got it when I, I got, played uh, on the TV. Friday. Yeah. And we and we noticed it on the TV. And that but was But it was the in that area. It was in that sandy area. Mm-hmm. Well, that was at the Jesus. That was in the Mabe. Is that your game genie? Yes. Jeremy just pulled out his game genie. It's yeah. not going to help you in this instance. <laughs> no, uh I I honestly didn't I didn't really notice it that much until we were playing it when on we were playing it on that Friday after you got it. I haven't noticed it in any other part of the map. Yeah. Honestly, that's where it happens. Every time it happens, it happens right there. Yeah. But I've been in dungeons. I've been in other parts of the map. Yeah, apparently it's not in dungeons. I mean, I haven't noticed it in there. Yeah, I like it, obviously. I mean, I'm very happy to have a Zelda that I haven't played that's like has an old school feel that doesn't hold your hand. I. Not at all. Yeah, it's very much. Just want it to be. Figured out. Like, like on a scale of logic, one to five, five being most logical, it's like a two. I just wish it were a three. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just wish it were slightly more logical. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some things that I wish that I knew, but I don't want to look them up because I don't want to know. Yeah. Like, I wish that I knew that I would be, I, I wish that I knew, like, you should be able to solve this puzzle now or you have to wait to solve this puzzle until yeah. later. Yeah. And I don't know. But I have made use of, like, the markers. Like, I've marked hearts on the map. Like, I like I can't get this heart. I don't know what to do yeah, with this yeah. heart. So I've, like, so put a little heart there. And then there are some treasure chests where I'm like, oh, I don't fucking know. Am I supposed to be able to get this now? I'm not sure. So I put little treasure chests there. Um, so I'm, like, trying to make myself a map. You know, I just wish, I kind of wish I could warp to those places that I yeah. pinned in the map. That'd be that super be cool, helpful. Actually. And even if they only gave you like 10 places or even five places that you could warp to, um, I think I would have used those extensively, especially because it seems like the northeastern part of the map, like from the beach to maybe village to the mystery forest or whatever, doesn't seem to have a warp point. Mm. Like you can warp kind of next to maybe village, but you can't warp kind of on that. Mm-hmm. full eastern part of the map there's no warp point so it would have been i would have definitely pinned something over there yeah. so i didn't have to pick up those boulders and chop down those forests or whatever mm-hmm. to get over there every single time well, if you get uh, we said earlier if you had an axe just like cut down all those trees i would just go straight through. yeah i would teach that pokemon chop and we would be good to go <laughs> i i one thing i i really wish that speaking of like warping from one to another i really fucking wish that you could just 
and even like not if you could mark something you could warp to. I wish you could just warp to even to the warps that you just found. Like whenever you don't have to find oh, the yeah. warp and then go to the warp. Yeah, like, that's, that's harsh. Really annoying. I agree. Because yeah. I've definitely been in the map and been like, "Where's the closest warp point?" Okay, it's not actually closer to the thing I want to get to. Yeah. Than the well, warp was, point. When I was trying to get the key to that like fifth place or whatever earlier today. And I had to beat this guy that I had to have a bunch of fucking arrows to do. And I had basically had to farm the arrows because there's nowhere else to get them. I basically had to go in and out of the door over and I'll over. Go and over. To the I, shop. Did, I did it like 20 times. Well, I didn't want to go to the shop because I can't warp to anywhere because I have to go all the way through the fucking entrance again know. and fight all these fucking dudes, which I don't want to. So I just basically went in, in and out the door because you can get two arrows from the two pots there in the front of the doorway. So I just did that over and over again until I had 30 arrows, and then I fought the boss. I'm just happy to know that those arrows are going to come in handy. (laughs) Because so far I haven't used them for shit. And I I literally used every fucking rupee I had. I had to go and cut grass for like five minutes to get the last 28 rupees or whatever. Yeah, I found some some stuff, unfortunately. But, yeah, no, it's like a... Like, well, I was saying that example, like me getting stuck on that boss, and I'm like, well, maybe I can, if I had, if I could warp, I would like, well, maybe I can warp back to the village and buy some shit, but I can't because I'm stuck in this fucking thing where I have to fight like ten fucking dudes to get out of this like area that I'm at, and I don't want to do that, so I'm just gonna stay here. But if I had a warp, I would love to just warp and get a thing and then come back and do it, try to do it. But well, you that's can't how do I that. felt too when I I was trying to go back through the dungeons after I got the like. Yeah, the running boots. The running yeah, boots yeah. or whatever. Um, I was trying to go back to the second dungeon, and then I was trying to go back to the third dungeon, but of course I don't have the Bow Wow. Yeah. So I had to like try to find my way around those flowery things, mm-hmm. and you can do it, but it's stupid. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous yeah, to get you back the into the fucked. third dungeon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wonder, like, if I had never gone to talk to that lady again, would I still have the bow wow? Yes. No, you know, you, that's another thing. Like, yeah, you can keep him, and I, and I don't know if they, they. Probably, and I thought I was doing the right thing. Well, they probably, but I feel like I've been disrewarded. Yeah. For doing what I thought was yeah. right. Yeah. You, you know, gotta keep him for a while. I feel like if Same I had kept the bow yeah. wow, <laughs> then life would be a lot fucking easier. Yeah. But instead, I talked to the. I wanted to help the late. So, like, I feel like I've been punished for being good. Does it? So, do any? Do you? Any of you guys know? Does it do the same thing that the original game did? Like, where the bow wow will like sniff the ground wherever there's a secret seashell. Like, it did that. It did that when I first had him. Okay, a few spots that I need. Because I remember that from the original version. He, like, barked. Roof, roof. Yeah, yep. he'll, he'll, like, sniff the ground and bark by it and all yep, that. Yeah, he told me some okay. spots to find secret seashells. But I now remember... I can never have him again. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. Well, that's awful. Because when I had the yeah the original Same. game, I That's kept, not right. I kept him for a while because I was trying to find shit with him, so I took him to wherever. But that was, like, shit I learned from Nintendo Power or from, like, talking to people because it was the fucking because it was like fucking 1990 whatever you know but i wish the lady could loan it to me like do you want to borrow my bow wow yeah he misses you yes i do because i want to find some fucking seashells i just yeah that makes me so sad and the same thing with like not taking mirror into the crane game like i feel like i've missed out I'm not. I'm not sure what parts of the game i'm gonna miss because i don't know that i should be looking for them 
Well, I mean, you can always play through it again. Apparently, it's only like, what, 10 to 15 hours is kind of what I heard about for it. So, you know, maybe there's a... But I don't want to play through it again. I want to play through it fully the first time. Yeah. I want to play through a game totally once. Sure. No, I mean, I hear you. But you might miss stuff like that. I don't know. It just gives. gives I know, but that makes me feel sad. Like I just wish I knew that I had an option. I I wish that at some point somebody said like maybe you should keep the bow wow. Yeah, somebody in the game. Somebody in the game, or just the bow wow could say, "Keep me on your adventure." (laughs) Don't don't ever leave me. I can fucking help you find seashells. Like let's be buddies. Let's be. I want to go with you. Like literally anything could have happened. Anyone, even the fucking telephone, the bucket mouse could have told me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Any uh so how so being a person who hasn't who doesn't have the version of of uh, don't the you don't have the Link's Awakening. What do you how do you feel about this, John? From what we've been well, saying. I'm excited to get it. Yeah, the only reason I didn't get it is just because personal reasons I'm I'm really busy right now. I just didn't yeah. want to d- jump in on I figured uh, it was money game. too. But um yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it soon and and, and I, I love playing the through the original. Uh I played through it on the on the three D S beat it and i found it to be one of the most charming of the zelda games mm. um and i love the look of it and, and um, everything that i'm hearing makes me want to play it even more it's a it, it was a dark spot for me of like a zelda i haven't completed and i and i was like once i found out that it was getting remade i was like I haven't beat it, and I don't want to play the old one. I want to play this version, so yeah. I wanted to play it with the new stuff in it. And there, and it, they do make it does make it a lot more playable now. And it is, and I really enjoy the art style, and I think it looks really good. And it's definitely worth worth all of the price and all that stuff. And I'm yeah, all about beating great. this and then hitting up the Oracle games. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they'll do well, I mean, on 3ds. From what I saw, it's already like number one on the sales for the for the Switch in the eShop. So yeah, people are buying it. Out, so. uh, I just hope it means they'll make Mario another. Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Which was surprising to me. Beat out Mario Maker 2. Mm. Yeah, I saw Goose Game was really high on there too. So, I mean, yeah. Everybody's been doing really well. But yeah, let's... Uh, I mean, does anybody have any final thoughts to say about Link's Awakening? I just hope it encourages them to make another game like this. I, th- I mean, like I, I loved playing Breath of the Wild with you. Like yeah. I took a day off of work when sure, that came yeah. out, yeah. so that we could play Breath of the Wild together. Mm-hmm. But I, ca- I can't control that. Yeah, yeah, I can't control the camera and walking and shooting yeah. and riding. Not and- even if it was inverted. No, <laughs> <laughs> not even if it was. It wouldn't be fun to me. It'd be stressful. Yeah, it just it's just too many buttons. No, I for understand. Me you, to want, deal you want with. you want the two D, and there's you know. And that's yeah. like my base, you know, that's the, where I'm rooted yeah. in like a 2D Zelda. And I just hope that this means that they might make another one. I, I yeah, think, think that's right. I think Oracle of Ages and Seasons would be the next candidate. You know what? I I mean, or even if they want to do another one, actually, I, I feel like it seems like this one is doing really, really well. I mean, like I said, like on the eShop, it's like the number one selling game right now. So, I mean, yeah. I, I say expect more of this. Maybe Oracle, maybe a new one, maybe something in the same style. But I really don't think that Nintendo's going to abandon the 2D Zelda. 
Like I, especially like I feel like this one is doing really well, and people are talking mm-hmm. about it. So I hope not. I'd play any one, except I wouldn't play that time one again. Oh, uh, Phantom Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass can suck it. Yeah. Sorry I, if that's an unpopular opinion. I like that, I like that game. No, that playing the same opinion. temple yeah. over and over and yeah, over no, everybody, again. Everybody hated it. That. Felt yeah. like a kick in the dick. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't want to play it again. Play Spirit Tracks. I like Spirit Tracks. Yeah, I just didn't want to play it's on, it. It's on anyway. Wii U. You can play it on Wii U. Remember that system? Everything about that game I really <laughs> liked, except playing the same temple over and over again made me want to pull all my hair out. Yeah. Well, if everybody's uh, if you guys are good on Link's Awakening, let's take a break and talk about the news. So uh, let's talk about the news. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. Let's talk about the new releases for the week. So we have Mario Kart Tour came out, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Dead by Daylight is now available for the Switch. Came out the 24th. Apparently there's some glitches going on with that or there's some trouble. Like apparently some people have not been able to download the the first day update on it. I haven't got it yet because it's 40 bucks, but I do really want to play it, especially because of the uh, Stranger Things stuff on there and like Nightmare on Elm Street and Evil Dead and all the other shit that they have on there. That's available. Uh, Jedi Outcast came out this week. We talked about that. Uh, Inversion Denied. Fuck that. Um, Contra Rogue Core, which I played the demo. We talked about it last week. That's available for 40 bucks, which I think is way too high for how it's ridiculous that game looks. I mean, I love Contra, but that that's probably a discussion for another episode, maybe. But yeah, and it does not look like a Contra game to me. It looks so much different, blah, blah, blah. The big game of the week, of course, the big games of the week, which Jeremy and I, we've been talking about for a while. Uh, Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, and 11 are all coming out on the 27th this Friday. That's my big purchase. I mean, I bought. I already bought Dragon Quest a long time ago. I got. I got those game vouchers, fucking a month ago. I mean, which is great because I don't have to worry about money because I already have it on my Switch. But yeah, I will just be. It's on there. Yeah, it's on there. I might. I might buy one through three also, just because of the Dragon Quest love and all that. I'm really excited to see the 2D aspect of it. You know, Jess will be on. Will be playing that, so I'd be interested to see the difference of it. Just because it's a big game, I've never played any of them, but FIFA 20 is coming out on the 27th as well. And uh, Freedom Finger, which was a, a big game from that Indie Direct a while back. That was the one where you can like grab everything and shoot from it and had like a million voices. has like the voice of Bender and all these other voices and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the game. Yeah. That, one, that one's uh, all coming out this week. But, of course, uh, I mean, my pick of the week being my game that I played the most, of course, was... Uh, Oh yeah, Link's Awakening, of course. Even though I kind of wanted to say Jedi, Jedi Outcast GameCube because it's better than the new one. 
And, and I, I said uh, unrequited love game. Yeah. Is that a Link's Awakening or Untitled Goose? That's Untitled Goose because yeah. I did finish it and I felt like it kind of punched me in the gut. Oh, okay. Mm. I don't know about that. I need to figure it out, though, before next week. Yeah. And I, I don't ever do skip of the weeks, but this week, skip Jedi Outcast. Because they're hating on us inverted control people. So fuck them. But yeah, as far as deals, there's a, there's actually a Warner Brothers deal right now, which I looked into Ooh. because uh, Mortal Kombat is in that is within that umbrella. They did Scribblenauts games, too. But are there any? I don't think there's any Scribblenauts games on Switch. There was one. Was there? Um, uh. Came out like a long time ago. Oh, I'm, I'm, I must have Can't missed it. I didn't think there were any. Called. I don't feel like I've seen Scribblenauts since Wii U. But I mean, if it was on Wii U, it should be on Switch, too. I think it's a port of the Wii U one. Oh, okay. Well, so the Warner Brothers sale, I saw that there was a sale on the uh, gamer on the Fighter Pass for Mortal Kombat, which I thought about, but it's not that much of a difference. I think it's like 30 or 20. And I was like, eh, I don't need it. But I thought about it for a second. And don't forget, uh, like I said earlier, Untitled Goose Game, that's on sale till next week. So Get it. We have that going as well. Um, do you want to talk about new games announced? The Siberia Trilogy. Was that all, that was already on there, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure I've seen... Yeah, you get each one individually, but they're going to okay. package them together, and okay. it's coming out October 31st. Yeah, I never... I, I remember seeing the face on the covers, but I never really... I feel the exact same way about those care games. That much. I, I've seen them at the store, like, oh, what is this game? But I never actually heard much about it, so I don't know. Apparently, it's like an adventure game. There's three of them, so it must be popular. I thought it was like a point and click. Is what I look like from my from what I saw of it. Like a, like a yeah, I think so. Yeah, whatever whatever you call that. Maybe yeah, I guess you could call that an adventure game. Even though sometimes I think like Zelda for adventure games, action adventure. I guess is what you would call that. We talked about the demos. There's Neo Cab. There's Ori. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, NBA 2K20 has a demo out. Uh, you know, I know John has 2K19. If you wanted to, uh, if you want to check it out, you I can know, check I it. feel like you just check out the demo. The, the demo, demo like, you know what basketball is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Presumably, you've tried an NBA 2K game before. I haven't actually, but I don't care about sports games, so mm. <laughs> I thought about getting the demo, but I'm like. I'm like, am I even going to play the demo? It's like, I didn't even get it when it was like $5, even though it sounded intriguing after you talked about it. But yeah, but I it was like, I, just, I got a good, I got three bucks and yeah. that was a good deal. Yeah. I just, I don't have the space for it. And I just don't, I just don't care. I just don't really care about sports games. I think I've put a good 10 hours into it. No. Well, there you go. There's some other, there's like a, there's a demo of Domiverse, which looks like a, which kind of looks like a Smash Brothers E type thing. Missed over. That's another RPG. You can get those demos for free. Let's talk about this Grandia thing, though. I had I had missed it, but before yeah, let's I see saw what it on this is. Right um, you're getting a update for Grandia HD. So what I don't is, know if this is just. I was like, what is it know, changing? Patching out bugs or what? Let's see. It says this update for the Switch will apparently address some of the issues that fans have vocalized. Hmm. So more what, details regarding not... <laughs> what changes will be made will be announced at a later date. Okay. Well, I mean, what I heard that fans were being pissed off about was that Grandia 1 was not the Sega Saturn version. Are they going to make it the Sega Saturn version now? Because that's what I saw people giving it 1 out of 10 for, which I didn't really... I mean, 
I think they're both great games. I mean, I, I've played both. I haven't played them all the way through, but I really liked both of them, and I want to, I want to finish them at some point. I'll throw it on the throw it on the pile. Uh, I've been making my own uh, retirement pile in my head, even though I think I'll probably never get retired ever because I don't make enough money for that. But, but I'm thinking like <laughs> I was thinking like with all the games that I have, I'm like, if I ever got to the point where I could just make money and not do anything, I got a lot of shit to do. You know, I got a lot of entertainment mm-hmm. just waiting for me. If I ever get to the point, like, like when I'm like seventy and like maybe yeah. I'm retired and I have nothing to do, I could play like through all the personas because they're like a hundred hours. You know, like I got all this time. You know, it's like I'll wait. I'll save it for then. It'll be retirement. That's when I'll. That's when I'll play through Persona Four and Five or whatever else. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm interested. I have mean, you seen Little Miss Sunshine? The movie? Yeah. I'm gonna be like that guy. What tell everyone? They like he died and they threw him in a dumpster. You gonna be like that? Not what? really, but I'm gonna wait till my later days to be like, oh, I'm gonna do heroin now. Uh, I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like uh, tell your tell your nephews to fuck everyone they can while they're young. <laughs> That's basically what he what he says in that movie. That's what he keeps saying. He's like, hey, dude, fuck everyone. <laughs> That's what he's telling him. All right, maybe not that, but uh, can do some H when I'm like seventy something. Sure, why not? You'd be Live doing some, you'd be doing some H. I'll be doing some Persona Five. You know, we we all we all got our <laughs> things. <laughs> so no, uh, I'll be playing Final Fantasy. So yeah, you'll be finishing up Final Fantasy Eight by then, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So Nintendo has turned one hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty yeah, on September twenty third, eighteen eighty nine was when they were founded. So yeah, they're so fucking old. We're a couple of days late, but happy birthday, Nintendo! If you ever so the day so uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen was born Sucks. in the USA on, in the USA on yeah. Nintendo's sixtieth birthday. Like they turned sixty the day that Bruce Springsteen was born. Okay, thanks. I don't know. I thought that was kind of like mind blowing. <laughs> like, for hey, Nintendo, Nintendo is now a fucking senior citizen. Oh wait, this is a uh, Bruce Springsteen, like a uh, you know figurehead of the fucking blue collar class of the, the United States. I never, I really, I really never understood why anybody liked Bruce Springsteen. Because uh, he's amazing. But maybe that's a topic for another for another podcast. Is he? I feel like a lot of his songs are the same song with different lyrics, especially like uh, what was it? Um, Born to Run and uh, something Road. Really, I mean, they all sound the fucking same. Just he's basically playing the same tune over and over again with different lyrics. That's how I feel about Springsteen. I'm sorry for Springsteen's fans. I just, I just didn't understand the love. I mean, I wasn't trying to stand by him. All I was trying to say <laughs> was like, he just turned seventy. He literally just turned seventy. The day, born, the day he was born, the literal day Bruce Springsteen, 70-year-old man, was born, Nintendo turned 60. So that's that's a long time. kind of sort of been like but my like approach. Like, They're both incredibly old. Nintendo was goddamn a senior citizen when Bruce Springsteen was born. They're both very old. For anyone who feels old, think about Nintendo. They're 130. 130 goddamn years old. So uh, I think I saw this other one originally from friend of the show martin but prototype ultra 64 controller right has been discovered yes very cool i actually in a lot of ways i like the look of this controller better than the actual release controller especially with the um everyone seems to like the stick the 
analog stick, the thumb pad on top of it is much bigger. Yeah. And there's a, um, like a divot in it. So it, like your thumb kind of fits mm-hmm. inside it a little bit. It looks very inviting and looks like, um, it would have saved a lot of palms in, in Mario party. Mario party one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I originally saw this from uh, Martin Watts, uh, N64 today.com, which we've had him on the show a couple of times. Yeah. And, and he's actually, I've, I've seen his reviews of like newer 64 controllers that they've made. And apparently a lot of people have been basing the, like for a lot of the new ones, they're basing the stick more off the GameCube than the 64. Maybe that's kind of what they're doing with this one as well. Like the actual stick, you know, is a little bit bigger and all that. The only thing I don't like about it is that the trigger on the back is smaller. Mm. So they made an obvious improvement there. But yeah, this is very cool. This guy found it. I didn't say how he found it. His name is Shane Battier. And not only did he find it, but he actually went to the trouble of taking it apart and kind of examining the differences of course so if you want to see uh the differences in and what a ultra 64 controller looks like now you can mm. you know it looks real cool we definitely like that black and silver color scheme i wish they would have done that yeah they were more into like uh red and orange right. or whatever or yellow i think yellow is the tongue color the wizard is getting a 30th anniversary blu-ray release yeah. So hooray for the wizard. Fuck yeah. Wasn't that, was that our 100th episode? Was that our wizard episode? I think it was our 100th episode. Oh, you're yep. right. It was our 100th episode. Yep. But yes, we did Don't a wizard. with the 20th anniversary. Where we did, uh, yeah, where we did our uh, live. It was our only live one. Well, no, we did some live Twitch ones, but that was the live YouTube one. But yeah, the wizard. It's a great movie. You can get it on Blu-ray now. Special version. Is there anything different about it? In the new version? Yeah, good question. Let's see. Yeah, the director posted a big thank you to the fans. He said that nobody at Universal would have thought to, to do this if not for the intercession of the fans. So, yeah, Wizard does have a lot of fans here. It doesn't say what it's going to be adding to the Blu-ray, but presumably something. An extra scene with Lucas. <laughs> the fourth whistle. Yeah. Oh, the fourth whistle. <laughs> It's a full concert of uh, Rilo Kiley on there with Jenny Lewis Dang. in the future. That'd be cool. They're great. B. Arthur shows up. It's great. <laughs> B. Arthur. <laughs> this is very cool. A fan is making a Super Mario Brothers Super Show game. Oh my god! I saw videos of this. I didn't try it, but well, like in like how, like what? what... So imagine. Just basically, he's 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 slapping the the Super Mario Super Show aesthetic onto a regular Mario game, and it turns out he's been working on this for a while. Looks like three years at least, but he he released some new footage recently, and I think it looks pretty good, especially considering that he's just doing it himself. So is is the aesthetic basically like way too many special effects noises or what or like sound effects? You're is kind that, of on the right track. Is that what they're going for? Where it's just going to have like, I don't know, the sound of people going through tubes just out of nowhere for no reason? Or I hope so. Whatever it's else. based off the animated section of the show, so I think um, there's too much sound effects in that too. Yeah, it gives it gives a life to the sprites in a way that I think is like loyal to the original show. So once the character starts running, their legs kind of turn into like a, you know, a rotary, like a wheel of right. movement when they're running. And then 
it, it it has a very cuphead kind of feel like it's got that yeah, old school cartoon vibe to it because everyone's got the pac-man eyeballs or whatever you want to call those the mm. the uh the the pie eyes yeah as long as uh indiana joe is in there i'm into it could save on the animation budget because they don't have to give him a face <laughs> we need indiana joe indiana joe yeah. is my favorite thing from from uh super mario brothers super show but i was pretty impressed by what you showed me john um like it really does look like just based on that one person like if that person had a uh, a team behind them they could make a pretty convincing game Right, and he's actually a professional animator and uh, has made a couple of games before. He worked. He's worked on Shantae. Uh-huh. He worked on the Simpsons Tapped Out game. Mm, well, yeah. he shouldn't tell anybody that he worked on that game. That game's bad. <laughs> Badass. Well, I mean, Shantae's good, but, I mean, Tapped Out? That's... You played Tapped Out a lot on your first iPad. I didn't. I had it for a second on my iPhone, and then and then I deleted it because it kept sending me messages. About asking me for, to pay more money. He actually says he's making it with his kids too, so he's using it as a teaching opportunity for for his kids. So his son is coding, and his daughter is helping with some of the art. Apparently, mm. so that's pretty cool. They probably work for real cheap too, so it's good to have them on there. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing that. Like uh, when, like what you you posted, like. Uh, what I saw it was like the the background seemed to be moving a little quick, mm-hmm. but that also kind of matched the aesthetic of the cartoon show. You know, like when they're walking along, like it was like a it wasn't like corn stalks, but it was something similar where it was like a bunch of uh, like farm kind of stuff in the background. It just moved. Yeah, around. it was in Spaghetti Land, so it spaghetti was land, forks was right. sticking up yeah. out of the ground with spaghetti on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so they, it kind of looked like that the backgrounds moved too quickly. Based on how you were moving, but as far as the scrolling, yeah, but it also match, yeah, the aesthetic of the the show. I mean, yeah, they, so they have to go. To, it's done pretty soon. They got to go to yeah. all the pasta lands, rigatoni land, penne land, all the pasta references all in that show, lasagna land. I mean, well, I mean that fits with the show, so it would make it angel the, hair land. So, uh, has this like Dragon Quest Eleven Switch version? Has that been announced for America? Or is it just for Europe? Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, as far as the uh, the Lodo edition, the, the Switch. Yeah, the like the actual system with the logo uh, on it and stuff. Yep. Is that for yeah, America? Well, because I so yeah. So this is in our news, but this is actually something I found like a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago. I just haven't gotten around to mentioning it. But when I when I watched the uh, Nintendo Direct, the Japanese version. And I saw like the Dragon Quest one, two, and three on there. I was trying to find like some internet, you know, some sort of website talking about it, and I couldn't find it. But all that I could find was this Dragon Quest eleven Switch version with the blue Joy Cons and all that, with the slime Joy Cons. And apparently now it's coming here, correct, or is it not? I don't know. It says retailer retailer Geo has posted the packaging image for uh, the system. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if we have Geo here, but where do they have Geo? I mean, I, I found it on eBay for like six hundred dollars. So, I mean, it's been out there for a while. I've I've seen this packaging. So I was I was wondering since it showed up in our in our news that maybe it was coming here. I, I doubt it, but I mean, but who knows? I mean, I thought that the Dragon Quest one through three wouldn't come here either, and now it is. So, 
But I mean, that's that's just another thing to put on the checklist for Japan. Is I would love to find those blue Joy Cons. I don't want to. I don't want to spend like five hundred dollars on another Switch. But if I could find those blue slime Joy Cons, then yeah, I would get those. Or even that, even that charging dock with with like the with the. It's crazy. Orig- I think a month from now you'll already be in Japan. Yeah, with your with those original Lodo armor and shield or armor and sword and all that. You can get it. I mean, the one the one that they're showing here has Japanese on it, so I think it's probably not coming out here. But it's cool. They're doing a Dragon Quest. They're they're really they're really going in on that, and I hope that. And I feel like it's going to sell well on Switch because pretty much everything does. So it's the right choice. Yeah, they're so. going back on the uh, the Nintendo console. Yeah, where they started. Yeah, well, I just remember how like Square abandoned Nintendo. They did. They're everybody. Every RPG is coming at Nintendo like hardcore now. Well, I mean, I mean, every RPG will be on the Switch. That's true. Well, also, Dragon Quest did abandon Nintendo as well yep. in the, the sixty four time because Dragon Quest Seven, which I really liked, some people don't like it, but I think it's very good. And uh, yeah, Dragon Quest Seven that was a PlayStation game, and they left. Dragon Quest Seven and Eight were PlayStation Two, but then Nine. Came back to DS, so yes, yeah. Have you guys read anything about this uh, Sonic being on Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz? Yep, I had not seen that yet, but that's cool. I, I just Sonic are all over again. There's actually, uh, it's up on the eShop now. I actually watched the trailer earlier today when I was looking through all the new release stuff, and I wanted to mention this earlier. This is a side note, but um, Luigi's Mansion Three, you can actually you can download it as of right now. And you get double, you get double the points if you buy it. You get double of the gold coins. So instead of getting three dollars, you get six dollars for buying it. Ten percent back. That was the same thing on uh, Link's Awakening too last yeah. week or w- before it came out. They were doing the double, double coins on it. So I only got the three bucks. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get anything because I got the because I got the uh, game vouchers. So I, I don't get any points for getting it because. Uh, yeah, I got three before. bucks, which I applied to Untitled Moose. Yeah, <laughs> I think I have a couple bucks on mine, but I'm I'm saving it for another thing. But yeah, so uh, Sonic, so he's going to be in a ball or what? I don't know how that's going to work. I hope he's just like curled up the whole time. He's not in a ball. He's just like oh, curled sure. up holding yeah, his yeah, knees he, for some reason. Yeah. I imagine he's probably the first hedgehog in history to be put in like a, a round ball. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. So yeah, maybe what, we'll have him balled up, but then put a glass ball around him so he can't unball. I, I forget what podcast I heard. Uh, he's that. literally a gerbil. I, I Gerbils and hedgehogs are very similar pets. <laughs> I forget where I heard this, but the uh, Banana Blitz HD is all is all like analog controlled. It's not motion controlled, which makes me very happy. So that actually makes me want it more than it. I wish they be. included the motion control because I liked the motion control in that game. I'd like it to be just an option. Yeah, I, I mean, I I played it with the motion control, but it w- would be ideal to have to have it on analog because it's an incredibly hard game. And motion control, yeah, maybe you think it's kind of fun, but if you want to try to get through the game, it doesn't help you really, or it didn't help <laughs> me. I don't know, but I, but that gives me more reason to want to play it. And it's actually coming out like I think right before I think it's like coming out on the 29th or something. It's like right before Luigi's Mansion. And that's going to be my big game when I'm in Japan. So I don't think I'm going to get it until after. But Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to like, I was going to preload it, 
and then try to get my Switch online so I can play it that while I'm in Japan. What if they brought Game Boy Advance games back? Like, what would be a Switch game? Monkey Ball Advance? Yeah. You have that, though, right? I do. It's a good game. It's good. It actually has fun 3D on it. It actually did. Uh, it did analog well for uh, for digital for the digital thing. Is there yeah, any? You'll, you'll both have your switches. That's gonna be so cool. Yeah, we'll we both have switches. I really, I made a checklist for myself of stuff I wanted to do there, and one of them was like, I want to see, I want to, I want to find promo stuff for Luigi's Mansion Three, which I don't think it'll be hard to find. But that was just something I, you know, it's like a scavenger hunt almost, yeah. where I'm like. Yeah, well, I made a list where I'm like, I want to buy, I want to buy like Dragon Quest Eleven on 3DS because it's only in Japan. I want to get that one there, or like I want to get like uh, Rhythm Heaven One that only came out there for Game Boy Advance. Like I want to get that, like stuff like, you know, I kind of made a list of stuff that I wanted to do while I was there. And one of them you was like go to Super Potato, Akihabara. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Super Potato is kind of a little bit. Everybody knows about it now, so I Ooh. hear the good ones are the ones that no one knows about. Which I don't know if we can find them or not, but. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go to Akihabara for sure, but there's a bunch of different places there. So we'll figure it out. But I, I want to find, I'm hoping to find like some sort of, some sort of big advertisement for Luigi's Mansion 3, which I don't think will be hard. I know that there were huge, there were huge things for uh, Octopath when that came out. So, I mean, I think we can easily find Luigi's Mansion 3 stuff. But just because it's coming out on Halloween, and I'm planning on going to Shibuya Station for Halloween, because there's a million people there, and see all their stuff. Is there anything else you want to talk about for the news for this episode? Yeah. How about this uh, Skies of Arcadia soundtrack and music box? Yeah. I mean... Nintendo, but... Hey, no, that's uh, that's not Nintendo, though. Skies of Arcadia is on GameCube. That's totally Nintendo. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I... I played through all of it on GameCube. I love Skies of Arcadia. I even have a fucking Skies of Arcadia cloth map thing on my wall. But uh, no, it's it really intrigues me. I like the soundtrack a lot for this game. I actually still listen to it on my phone fairly often. So, so yeah. it's uh, it's like quite the package too. Um, you got options for vinyl or CDs as. A bunch of other collectibles, but the main collectible is there's a, a music box. Now, this has already been out. I guess it was announced for pre-order in May. Mm. And there's only 250 of the music boxes. And as far as I can tell, those are all gone. Oh, shit. But can you? Yeah. But you said that you can buy vinyl of it? You can buy vinyl, yep. Okay. Well, shit, yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know about that. The, but in the Slack if you're interested but yeah no i just yeah. i just kind of randomly found it when i was looking over the new stuff before we started but uh i would love to have the the soundtrack to skies of arcadia on vinyl it's a great great soundtrack but yeah no it looks incredible i probably can't afford the i mean you said it's already you can't get the music box but as far as that, i'm not certain on that even if you could i, I might not be able to afford it but i would but i would love it. to i would love and the to. website's in french it's a french company putting out the soundtrack I would so love I would love to try for the vinyl though that that'd be that'd be fun because yeah that game has a really good soundtrack I still I still listen to it so that music box sale looks really cool right yeah so like it's old fashioned wind up music box it's in a glass case so you can see the workings as it uh, plays and all that yeah it has the uh, it has the insignia of the blue 
of the blue rogues yeah the blue rogues the 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 sky pirates that vice is a part of it has it on the top there that white that skull you see there that is the uh that is their insignia so yeah that might be the swankiest swag i've ever seen yeah it's awesome i would love to get it if i had money to get it but i think that's uh i think that's it right if there's unless there's anything else i'm forgetting i think that's it yeah that's been our episode that's been uh episode 190 damn we're getting we're close to 200 i mean they better put out a wizard sequel soon so we can do it for 200 (laughs) yeah right wizard 2 wizard 2 the aftermath of lucas that would be i feel like somebody on the podcast to like have a major life event to just like keep it going what like getting married or going to japan wait what (laughs) (laughs) one of us is doing that yeah no we're actually we're i mean we're we could talk about this here, but I mean, we're getting pretty close to my honeymoon where I will be out of the country for two weeks, but that and John and I are going to be in the same spot in the first time. The first time. Yeah. Well, at uh, least 15 years, hopefully 15 we'll, years. Yeah. Hopefully we'll finally it get is. a, we'll get a picture of all of us in the same space that we can use for backgrounds and icons and stuff, <laughs> that type of thing. And it's not just our Halloween picture from last year. I'm but so we'll, happy to see all my friends. But it'll yeah, we'll all yes. be we'll all be in the same place. And uh and I will be gone for two weeks in Japan, but I will make sure and put something up on, on this channel so you'll still be able to hear stuff. I'm probably just gonna use some of the old ones that we have, maybe put up our I was thinking about doing like the first episode we had Jess on and the first episode that we had John on is what I was thinking. Trey and I are gonna talk, but I'll make sure shit's okay. But yeah, no, we'll we'll figure it out. But we will still the Nintendo main will still be happening. It might yep. be old ones. I might do some WART radio stuff as well, like because you can set it up to happen later. But yeah, I'll be gone for a couple weeks in October. But then, but then we'll have like a super mega mega episode when I come back because I'll have a lot to talk about. And uh, our other show, Drunk Monday, we'll actually be doing. We'll be recording that while we're in Japan. So. If you want to know what we're doing, we're going to do two episodes while we're there. I'm going to do one a week. So, so yeah, we'll talk about our experience, our Japanese experiences. You can find that there. But, uh, yeah, if uh, you could find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Or if you want to see all of our videos, and especially Jeremy's Untitled Goose Game video, check out YouTube.com slash NintendoMainPodcast. That's where you can find all of our stuff. And uh, if you want to see me stream stuff, check out twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can watch me play Jedi Outcast on GameCube when I was very upset about the non-inversion of the uh, Switch version. And if you're actually listening to this right now on Friday, I'm sure I'll be playing Dragon Quest Eleven on there streaming. And I'm sure I'll do some Thursday night as well. So make sure and check that out. And uh, apparently, we haven't talked about this yet, but Apparently, Square was saying that you cannot stream the 2D stuff, or they're asking you not to stream the 2D stuff of Drag Quest XI, which is weird. I don't know why they're doing that. I think they just think that maybe you'll spoil the game or something and people won't buy it. I don't know. Because I wanted to stream that, but they're saying that we can't. But we probably could because nobody watched our streams. Maybe they just don't want to confuse people because they don't want it to be like, hey, I'm playing Dragon Quest XI, and then someone who's never heard of it or maybe he's a fair weather dragon quest fan is like yeah. oh it's like an old 2d game i know but the game's been out but for a couple of years for like in japan and playstation mm-hmm. 4 so i thought that maybe and i mean 
I feel like this is something that they want people to see because this is what makes it different. I mean, this and like the orchestrated music and all the and all the extra like where you can go back in time and like and like you know reenact some of the events from the old Dragon Quest games. I feel like people would want to you want people to see that so you know like why this version is different than the other one. But whatever. Regardless, you can watch me play Dragon Quest in 3D at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. And of course, uh, check out our Twitter. Uh, Jeremy has a he somehow broke broke the world and made it to where you could you could walk around on Link's Awakening with the digital pad at jmaxstack yep. on twitter.com. That's true. Twitter.com at jmaxstack or at Nintendo underscore domain. Uh, follow that if you want to know when all of our shows pop up and all that. And uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, we got a lot of fun extra shows on there. Plus, you can listen to our episodes early and a higher bit rate and without commercials. Uh, we we are uh, our Tony or not our Tony Hawk show is on there, but we also have a Dreamcast episode, and we will have another one in October, of course, before I leave for Japan. So stay tuned for all that. But yeah, if you want to see more of, and our live shows are on there as well, and our interviews, like I interviewed like uh, the guy who played Johnny Cage in the original Mortal Kombat, um, Tim Tim Kitzrow from uh, NBA Jam, NBA Jam, yep. who does the intro of every show. If you want to hear an actual interview with him, that's on there as well. Among many other fun interviews from Middle from uh not Metal Gear, uh Midwest Gaming Classic. Check that out there. But uh yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Kowski. John Nitter. And our guest for this week. Jess Kenyon. And uh don't forget to check out our show Drunk Monday, where Jess and I talk about T V and movies. There's all we've talked about all sorts of good stuff on there, so Midsummer. Check that out. Midsummer was the last one that we did, which that movie still fucks me up to this day, even thinking about it. So <laughs> listen to us talk about it. It's cool. And uh, yeah, check us out next week. We will be back to talk about Dragon Quest Eleven and a bunch of other things. See you later. See you. <laughs> It's more